Breakfast of Champions. What is it? White Claw. <laughs> it's just like water. I got Rainbow Unicorn Bang. Bang it, baby. Bang it. Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right, Leadheads. We are back with another episode of Talking Lead. There you go. There you go, baby. You said it right. You're supposed to go, all right, all right, all right. I, I rush it these days because everybody knows it's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't make them wait for it anymore. Oh. Uh, but uh, we're, we're back, Leadheads. Uh, glad you are tuning in. The Leadhead Brigade joining mm. us again for another episode. And uh, you probably recognize that voice there. Yes. Give him another hint. Give him some hints. Uh, I'm about five foot one. Mm-hmm. Opposite uh, of that. Clean shaven. Opposite of that. Yeah. Um, I used to be a part of a show called We Like Shooting. No. No, 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 no. no. You uh, were on that uh, show. I was on that show. You've been on that uh, show. Uh, talking lead. Yes, that's what it is. And and you did some sort of a a movie or something, right? Yeah, it was... um, uh, (laughs) Fast Cars or something? Yeah, Uh, it was uh, fast and, 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 you know, kind of fast and mediocre. Fast and bladed? Fast and, you know, somewhat happy, not quite furious. So it's the Squatch. You figured it out. They're like, all right, we know who it is. We know who it is. I'm back. And he is back, and he's he's got some news that we're going to drop. He's got some big news. I think we might have alluded to it at Shot Show, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we dropped a lot of hints that probably annoyed everybody that was listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So go back and listen to our uh, prior episodes. Uh, they've all been of Shot Show the last like four or five, and this one's not going to be any different. We're going to edit in some more uh, Shot Show interviews. We got uh, we had a lot of females this year. I wanted to to get the the lady lead heads represented and, and get them some content that they would probably enjoy. I know they're going to enjoy. And uh, we're going to have on this episode, Christy Titus. If you don't enjoy it, then Marty will make you enjoy it. I will make you enjoy it. We've got the, the beautiful and talented Morgan Mills going to be joining us. We've got Jen and Narissa with Girls with Guns going to be joining us. And then we've got uh, Courtney Johnson. And she is a competition mounted shooter, so she rides horseback and shoots those balloons and things from horseback. Oh, dude, that's awesome! I know it was really cool. It's probably one of my favorite interviews that I did during the whole shot show. Um, I was just sitting there, just intrigued by everything she was telling me about what she does. Uh, and then we've got the ladies from Buck Knives. So we gathered up all the ladies uh, during shot show that were working, and I uh, sat down, just had a little chat with them, and. Probably to Brooksy's chagrin. <laughs> they, got to, they got to vent a little bit. So, <laughs> so uh, great interviews coming up. So uh, make sure you let the lady lead heads know that uh, this show is, is getting ready to happen. But before we get into that, Zeke, mm-hmm. you know what I hear? Is Gunny around still? He is around doing great, doing the jack wagon train. He's going to haul it in now. So let's take care of some jack wagons. Do or die, hold them high at eight tonight. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. 
All right, the train has stationed, and as you guys know from last episode, I took a little vacation. I went down to the Caribbean. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? How do you say it? I say Caribbean. Okay. Uh, I, I've heard it either way. I guess it's good either way. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong either way. So I went down the Gulf of Mexico, the Mexico side <laughs> of things. Hit yeah. Mexico, Honduras, and... Uh, one of those other countries down there. I don't. So you took the cheap cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't cheap. <laughs> that's that's for damn sure. If, if you would have just waited a couple weeks till Corona like kicked in, you could have got the cruise for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting inundated with with emails now. Fifty percent off, seventy percent off, free this, free that. But this was my first cruise I've ever been on. I've never been on a cruise before. Oh, have you not? No, this was my first one. So we went on, went for my birthday, and um, it was a seven day cruise. And, you know, I was like, oh, it's probably, if, if, I, if I hate it, it's going to suck, you know? Yeah. Seven days, maybe a little long, but I was like, all right, but if I like it, then it probably won't be long enough. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's do a seven-day cruise. Booked it, went on it, and um, I enjoyed it. I had a good time for the most part. I mean, it was, it was it was a good time. The reason I'm talking about this on the jack wagon train is because probably anybody who's been on a cruise, they realize that, all right, there's other fees associated with it. They don't tell you everything up front. So you think you're paying for everything up front because we talked to our travel agent and he's like, well, if you know, if you drink, then you probably want to get this drink package. If you want to eat the really good food, you probably want to get this food package. And, you know, so we did the upgrades and shit like that. But when you get there, there's like even Uber upgrades on top of those upgrades. So you don't get all the greatest food. You don't get all the like top shelf drinks unless you buy like the Uber upgrade upgrade package so there's a little car like drive you around i wish see the map oh not that kind of uber (laughs) (laughs) right no it wasn't a lyft uber no oh gotcha no so uh other than getting hit with all these bullshit additional fees you know it it was a good time i had a great time nice and i didn't get the coronavirus good that's a good thing so through all that uh i'm kind of throwing the church the travel agent on the jack wagon train for not being uh, uh, fully honest and disclosed, you know, all these additional things. Excursions, you know, they talked about excursions, how they would cost extra. And so that, sure, wasn't, sure. that wasn't a big thing, but like these port taxes and stuff like that. So we were ported at New Orleans for several hours before we took off. Yep. And um, uh, while we were drinking there, we got hit with additional taxes. Yeah. Because we were, I, I guess, not in the ocean yet. So Right. Um, had I known that, you know, I probably would have paced myself a little bit more. Yeah. When I did my cruise, it was, it was so weird because like they give this little subtle announcement when you enter international waters and then all of a sudden everything's so cheap. Yeah. And then right before you get back into us waters, they're like, okay, and you see these people scrambling towards like liquor store and all this other stuff that's in the cruise, trying to buy as much as they can before they get back. Before they get the, the, what is it called? The taxes. What is it called? Uh, Duties. Duty. Duties. Yeah. Duty. They said duty. They get their duty. (laughs) get their duty on. They said duty. I didn't buy any, I didn't really buy anything. Um, So all the food was included. All the drinks were included. Uh, As long as the drink wasn't over $15. It was included yeah. in my, th- and I could order two at a time nice. uh, on my card, and then Pepper could get two. So we were doing four drinks at a time every time. Uh, cause, yeah. 
because they got they got it down pat on those cruise ships too because they know if people got these drink packages you know they're going to be getting their money's worth so they i think they purposely serve you slow yeah so oh it, yeah that was the biggest frustration over the first two days is is figuring out a way to overcome that is like i can go down one deck because nobody's down there right now hit that bar order my drinks come back up yeah you know, and and get it like thirty minutes quicker than sitting there waiting on the the bartender. Oh yeah, little tips and tricks you learn, I guess, as you go. I tell you, the one thing I regret when I went on a cruise is people were telling me, "Oh, you got to go to the nice dinners, the dress up," you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it the first. Few, I think we had a seven night cruise, and the first three or four nights, I was like, I just don't want to go sit with people. I don't know who they are. And then finally, somebody was like, "No, dude, you've got to go." And I'm talking, the food was unreal. I mean, the buffets were nice, too, but the mm-hmm. food, the like, formal dinner where the captain comes and walks around everybody's yeah. table and says, was unreal. And then, like, I, the first night we went, I ordered, you know, one of each of the, the things, the, you know, the different courses. And then the second night, I couldn't decide if I wanted the steak or this or that or the other. And the, the waiter's like, you can order as many as you want. That's, right, exactly. I'm like, I can order like four entrees? He goes, yeah. I was like, well, bring me this, this, and this. <laughs> exactly. Appetizers, every, yeah. Oh, yeah. After the second day, I figured that out, and that's what I was yeah. doing. I would say, I want these four appetizers. I want these entrees. I want. <laughs> it was like, it was game on once I figured that out. But yeah, we went to some of those nicer ones, too, with the dress up, and we dressed up a couple of nights. And the, I got to say, the entertainment on these cruise ships is top-notch man yeah, that's impressive we did a comedy show i can't remember the guy's name but he's like a a, a better known comic he's not like a yeah. uber superstar comic but uh he was pretty good and then they had this um musical it was called million dollar quartet yeah and it was about the time in memphis when elvis johnny cash uh who's the the piano player dude uh great balls of fire Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis and uh, Blue Suede Shoes. Who who wrote that? Um, Elvis. No, he he sang it, but it, the other uh, guy. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what's his name? It's not Porter Wagner, is it? Porter Wagner. Yeah, I believe it's Porter was Wagner. It? Oh. Um. Anyway, somebody like that. Uh, it'll come to me. You you guys are probably yelling at the, uh, the screen right now. <laughs> but it was that I'm, was a really I'm good. Looking it up. Really good. For, okay, look it up. Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. That's who it is. Is that who it was? Yes, Carl Perkins. Got it. Yeah. Came to me. But that was a really good show, too. And then uh, there was... Look at you. You got it right. Dang. Yeah, Carl Perkins. I'm impressed. My uh, Alzheimer's isn't kicked in yet, so... (laughs) But it will. But no, overall, I mean, it was a good time. I'll do it again. I'll do another cruise. Uh, Probably a different ship this time. The pool... The pool wasn't that great. It was small. I mean, my pool was bigger than the one they had on the ship for 4,000 people. I mean, it was a, yeah. it was a huge ship. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's my first jack wagon. I'm going to throw my travel agent on there just for not being uh, fully uh, disclosing all the additional fees and stuff like that. But it didn't stop us from having a good time. You can't keep a good man down. No. She. Who's not your jack all. wagon? My jack wagon? So... Uh, most people know, just because it was all over the news, that last Monday night, uh, a pretty nasty tornado ripped through downtown Nashville, 
went through Hermitage, Lebanon, stayed on the ground for over an hour, ended up destroying part of Cookville, which is up on the Cumberland it's Plateau. Like 75 miles away. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it, it was, it was bad. Uh, I think the total count is up to 21, 23, 20, wasn't it? 23 yeah. that have died. And, uh, the good news is, is, you know, 77 people were missing for like three days and they have found all 77. So that's a good news. Yeah. Um, but my jack wagon train is anytime a natural disaster happens like this, whether it's something like Katrina or this, or even the ice storms in Atlanta a couple years ago, you got opportunist. You got opportunist that first night, like it, cause it went through at like 1230, but at like three o'clock people were already getting busted for looting. Yeah. And it, it, it just makes me sick. It, it disgusts me that people will take advantage of other people's losses. Yeah. At you the know, worst possible time of their lives, and people and are trying stu- to profit the from it. shit too. They're stealing flat screen TVs, and it's like, dude, you know that house was getting rained on, and the walls were ripped open. Those TVs don't work. Yeah, <laughs> but and, just and the TV it. may have been from in Nashville. It may have ended up in Cookville. I mean, yeah, <laughs> who knows? I mean, but yeah, exactly. But I mean, I, but it doesn't matter what. They no, stole. it doesn't. If stealing, stealing, stealing pencil, yeah. If they stole a pencil from a house, you're a jack wagon. Absolutely. Uh, now, hey, you know what I heard? What's that? I, uh, I went out with Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Uh, they yeah. send a disaster uh, team down here, and I hooked yeah. up with them, and we were in a subdivision in Mount Juliet. Uh-huh. And um, one of the the rescue guys that was there was coming up and telling us, like, hey, you guys need to lock your doors. Don't leave your keys in there. You know, lock your doors. Yeah. Because people were coming and stealing people's cars while oh, they were wow. helping uh, these people, you know, with their, uh, their houses that have been demolished and you know, cutting trees and stuff like that. People were just coming out and stealing cars and just drive off with them. It takes a special kind of stupid evil to do shit like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I fully agree. Those, the, there's a special place in hell for those, those people. Yep. 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 So yeah, good Jack wagon. The, uh, yeah. The looters, definitely. Looters in any kind of uh, tragedy. Oh, yeah. Um, deserve to be on the train tracks, tied up, and run over. Yep. So I got this one I want to I want to point out. Not necessarily um, a jack. I don't know who the jack wagon may be on this. Um, till more information comes out. But um, uh, gun website sold ammo to Texas teen accused of school shooting. Uh, and there's a lawsuit on it. And this has to do with that... Uh, uh, that jack wagon in Texas, um, Demetrius, and I can't even say his name. It's Pagortizis. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Pagortizis. Dork. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Pagortiz, the Santa Fe uh, high school shooter, killed mm-hmm. can, killed ten people back in uh, 2018. So the I guess the victims' parents are suing. Lucky Gunner, and they're accusing Lucky Gunner of selling this kid ammo. He was 17 at the time, and um, says he ordered 50 rounds of hollow point handgun ammunition, 105 rounds of 12 gauge, uh, and then he bought an additional 35 rounds of shotgun ammunition. Uh, is what they're saying, and you know they're saying he did it. Uh, now I bought stuff from Lucky Gunner before, and I know that they've got. Uh, measures in place to check ID and stuff like that, that you got to verify age and stuff. 
So, I mean, we don't know that this guy ordered it himself. Uh, they're saying, Lucky Gunner's saying that he misrepresented himself, which is, you know, probably the case here. Um, but more, I mean, more of that will be coming in the future. But just something to keep your eyes on. And if that does, if that lawsuit does go through, you can probably see a lot more follow suit on uh, ammo companies or online uh, ammo retailers getting hit with that bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that's one to keep your eyes on. Uh, and then the other one, and this has been in the news quite a bit, is in New Jersey. Uh, gun owner is fighting charges for carrying a firearm for which he had a permit and ammunition state police have publicly said is legal. So I think this guy was a security guard or something. Roosevelt, T-W-Y-N-E. How would you say that? Twine? Twine, yep. 25-year-old, and they got to point out he's an African-American security guard. Mm-hmm. He was arrested by uh, Rossville Park Police in February after traffic stop stemming from tinted windows windows on his car. So they were a little too dark. Um, let's kind of skim through this. It says he's erroneously charged for illegally carrying a firearm uh, because, because he was in possession of uh, a carry permit. So if he's got a carry permit, he's legal to carry. Well, and that's the thing that got me about this one is... To get a carry permit in New Jersey is hard AF. Yeah. You know, and... Are you monitoring your your language now that you're... We haven't dropped the news yet, but we're getting ready to. Is that- <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard as fuck. Um, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where it's like, if, if those police know how hard it is to get a carry permit and they see that he has a carry permit, they should have automatically kind of been at ease because he went through all those steps and processes to do that. Sure. But and, then, but, but they then still, they, they found hollow points. Exactly. Like, oh, 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 because it's hollow points. You're a criminal. What? Yeah. Then <laughs> they claim he was transporting his handgun illegally. He had a permit to carry a handgun. The law makes it clear that it's, it's illegal to transport unless you are licensed pursuant to their chapter 58. Uh, and that is precisely what a handgun carry permit is. So he had a permit. He was legal to carry. The hollow points, they're saying, it's the uh, Hornady critical duty ammunition mm-hmm. that, that's in question. They say it's not considered to be hollow point ammunition. Yeah. And, and not illegal to possess in the state of New Jersey. Right. So, um, I mean, I don't know if this guy just copped an attitude with these people. You know, when they pulled, I mean, who knows how it all went down. I'm sure they've got cameras of it of the whole thing but in the end they're in the wrong and um this guy probably will prevail hopefully well and it's Cole noir had a good point when he made a little post about it it's like okay if his tent was too dark okay you know little traffic misdemeanor here's your ticket uh thanks for carrying and have a good day that's all it should have been thanks for carrying legally yeah and and technically I'd like to, well, I don't want to say technically because I don't know what the laws are in New Jersey. But once he says he did all the right things, he told them, I am carrying a firearm. Here's my permit. He he did all the steps correctly. At what point were they allowed to search his gun for the type of ammo? Yeah. That he had that. That's the part that I'm kind of like, OK, does that require a warrant? 
to do that, and I would assume so in most states. I don't know New Jersey, so I don't want to say yeah, that. But, but that's the thing is, is we would just be assuming. I mean, he could have volunteered yeah. the information. Who knows? Right, exactly. You know, he they could have been taught, oh, you carry a, a Glock. Oh, okay, cool. What kind of ammo are you using in that, you know, kind of thing? Yeah. And they could have just, you know, maybe uh, – just through conversation, got it out of him somehow, but I, we don't know. So I mean, no, all no that, matter no matter how it happened, it's shady that they pushed it to that point oh, so absolutely. they could take an arrest. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing's the whole thing's yeah. a little shady there as to yeah. what what's their motivation behind this whole thing, right? So yeah, so those guys, the the police that escalated that, which obviously probably didn't need to be escalated. Again, I don't know the full story, so. Yeah, but on the onset, it looks like uh, the the cops are in the wrong on this one. Yeah. So, and I just want to point this out: um, gun gun printing files impeded by court. So, I think back, you know, when you were on the show, three D gun printing kind of was the first. It first came out. Oh yeah. Probably about five years ago or so. Yep. Somewhere around there, and you haven't really heard much about it since then. Uh, but apparently, there's still legislation. Uh, to ban 3D printed guns in some states. So this is Seattle. President Donald Trump's administration was blocked from enforcing new rules on 3D printed guns that states, including New York and California, say would lead to widespread proliferation of homemade firearms, Mm -hmm. which it's completely legal to make your own firearms. Right, Right, Zeke? Zeke has firsthand knowledge about that, and we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show coming up. And I'm After gonna, you stop dinging. Somebody <laughs> stops trying to call me spam. Um, oh, wait, that may be my ammo guy delivering my ammo. Stand by. Speaking oh, of ammo. Wow. <laughs> We're going to get an on-air ammo delivery. That'll be sweet. Speaking of ammo. You have, like, your own personal ammo delivery guy? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, man. Fioki. Fioki on the way. Bleep, 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 bleep. Oh. <laughs> You're telling me he's live on the air? <laughs> <laughs> You're on the Talking Lead Podcast. <laughs> Hello? Hello, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, how are you? All right. Hey, uh, oh, is this lead what I got here for you? You got some lead for me, baby. All right. All right, all right. I got it for you. Are you close to playing there? I, I am right at. Are you at three up yet? No, I am. Uh, I'm actually at Sam's Club up here making a delivery. I thought I'd call you before I headed that way. I'm not okay. too far from you though. Okay, that sounds good. Just, Come on. Just, just one pallet on my way, brother. I'll be there in a minute. All right, appreciate it. You gotta love when your delivery guy <laughs> knows what you're getting and is excited about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I <laughs> got some lead for you, <laughs> and he doesn't even know he doesn't even know what I do. So that was, you gotta toss him a box when he gets there. <laughs> yeah, and he goes and kills somebody with it, and then <laughs> then I'm fucked. Uh, so where was I after that rude? Um, the homemade, the widespread proliferation of homemade firearms. So, yes, yeah, so yeah. 
President Donald Trump's administration was blocked from enforcing new rules on 3D-printed guns that states, including New York, California, say would lead to the widespread proliferation of homemade firearms. And then we were talking about um, that's going to lead into your big announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, you know, I mean, how many f- firearms have you made yourself? Uh, mean, three. Okay. I mean, yep. I've made at least, uh, you know, a half dozen ARs. Now, are uh, we talking about like 80% or are we talking about just building from parts? Well, and I think in this in this case, context with the 3D printed guns, we'd probably be talking about 80% or so. Okay, so three. Yep. Which is completely legal. As long yeah, as you're absolutely. not selling them, then you can... You can't trade them, res- yeah. transfer them. Now, you can, but then you have to go get an FFL gunsmith to serialize it for you and register that serial number. Right. Uh, but if you die, it has to be destroyed. It can't be handed down, nothing like that. Even if it's put in a, a trust? Yep. Okay. Yep. That's the one way that a trust cannot cover the firearm. Gotcha. So this is still uh, an issue, obviously, the 3D printed guns. I haven't heard of anybody printing anything recently. I mean, there may have been some stuff. I just, you know, I may have missed it. But um, a federal judge in Seattle on Friday issued a preliminary injunction blocking the rules, which the states contend are a toothless prohibition on gun printing software that would let anyone with a 3D printer, including criminals and terrorists, Make firearms at home. I mean, criminals and terrorists don't have a problem getting guns now because they're criminals and they're terrorists and they steal them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make them anyway. So these these laws aren't going to stop that. Nope. The rules were scheduled to take effect on Monday. So something else that you guys may want to keep an eye on, uh, especially if you're uh, into the 3D printing stuff. So I even heard there are uh, 3D printing drugs now. Pharmaceuticals. Really? Yeah. Well, at some point, if the technology gets good enough, I mean, you're going to be able to 3D print. I mean, you, they can 3D print a functioning heart now. Right. So it, it's going to get more and more technologically advanced. And the scary thing is, and this is off a TV show I watched recently. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but they were 3D printing a virus. You know, that kind of stuff could eventually be coming down. The uh, it was a com- oh it was <laughs> it's a comedy show called Medical Police. <laughs> oh okay, so it wasn't real or was it real? No, no, but it oh, was yeah. it was funny because while there was humor in the fact that they three D printed a virus which is microscopic, if the technology continues to advance and you can make something like that function, whether it's with nanotechnology or something like that, that's a scary thing too. Yeah. Well, I watched. Um... What's that movie with Vin Diesel, that new one, where he's like a super soldier? Bloodshot. Bloodshot, yeah. So nanobot technology, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, that's real. It exists. And those are just, you know, they're robots. And they, yeah. can, they can, you know, they could probably 3D print those too. So I don't see why they couldn't do a virus to do the same thing. So anybody that is thinking about seeing Bloodshot, which is a comic book-based movie, which is good. Is I, it comic I, book-based? Yeah, there's a comic book. It was like one of the newer, popular comic books. Anyways, what I was getting at, pay your money and go watch it, because I know somebody that's involved with that show or mm-hmm. that movie, and that's how they make a living. So, so that's 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 one of the, the movies that I would pay to go see. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Don't tell me anything about it, because I'm going to see it Friday. 
So there's nanobot technology involved. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> all right. So that does it for, unless you got any more jack wagons. Nope. <laughs> so we're going to get into our uh, SHOT Show interviews with the ladies, the lady lead heads here. Uh, again, make sure you go tell your, uh, your lady friends, your lady lead heads that uh, this is happening and uh, you guys are going to enjoy it. So stand by. We got it coming up right now. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remind me to get you a shirt before we leave, too. Okay, that'd and be I great. And I want to do pictures of us by the Absolutely. And then stuff. I'll cross-post on all my stuff and all Sweet. my social media. and Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. That'd be great. All right, Leadheads, we are back. We're at day, final day. Was it day 98 and a half? I don't, I don't know. Shot show seems like it goes forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the last day, day Friday, whatever day that is. Uh, and uh, we're at the Buck Knives booth, uh, the official lead quarters of Talking Lead. We, we use a little uh, plays on the words of you know lead and lead I like quarters. It. I like it. Our, our listeners are lead heads, mm-hmm. and they are part of the lead head brigade. You see, you see her shirt? Show her your shirt there, I Katie. like it. The lead head brigade. Lead head brigade. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> joining me now we have Courtney Johnson, and uh, Courtney does something something unique. I don't think we've ever had anybody on the show that that does what you do. Uh, so, uh, introduce yourself to the Leadheads. Um, well, like you said, I'm Courtney Johnson, and I uh, do cowboy mounted shooting. Cowboy mounted shooting. Yes. It's, what uh, is that? It's uh, it's very it's uh, I always call it Annie Oakley. It's very Annie Oakley. So I <laughs> run around on my horse and uh, I shoot uh, two single action uh, revolvers off of my horse and we shoot at balloons. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's kind of a combination between um, barrel racing and target shooting. Okay. So it's timed and um, we are running as fast as we possibly can and trying to be accurate at the same time. So we're shooting black powder blanks. Oh, and okay. Yeah, you know, otherwise we wouldn't have any spectators. <laughs> I was going to say, this sounds, <laughs> yeah. as a spectator sport, it's pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and so we there's about 68 courses of fire um, in the Cowboy Mountain Shooting Association. Um, okay. That's the biggest association right, right now. There's a couple others coming in. But gotcha. um, we random draw courses, and then we're shooting at balloons. Um, you cross the timer, you're on, you know, you run the course um, as set, and uh, if you miss a balloon, it's a five-second penalty. If you knock over a barrel, it's a, it's a penalty. If you drop your gun in the course of fire, it's a penalty, which happens. I'm sure um, it does, yeah. If, if, you, if you come off, if you dismount your horse before you cross the timer, there's a penalty. Um, okay. If you do anything past the timer, you're fine. Okay, anything past the timer, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. your safe zone. Yeah, so it's a really big uh, test of your horsemanship. There's... Um, Lots, lots of different courses. Things always change. Um, it's never the same. Um, like barrel racing pattern is always the same. The the courses that we run are always different, and right. they're randomly drawn. And you might not know until the morning of or the night before what you're gonna get. Yeah. So you can't really prepare for. It. You can't practice it. Well, you can. You know, yeah. we ha- I mean, but you don't know. I mean, maybe it's a, sh- a pattern you haven't shot before. You yeah. or it's a new one, or you know, there's certain ones that won't work in certain arenas depending on sizes, and right. so. But everybody's shooting the same. The same one but nobody knows what it is until Mm -hmm. everybody knows when everybody knows gotcha 
Yeah. Now, yeah. do you ever do you ever go up like the night before as they're setting up and just sneak a peek or? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, you can usually walk around the outside of the arena um, uh-huh. and kind of and check it out or send spies in. Or, yeah, no, you know. <laughs> they they're so great. They usually post stuff before, um, so, yeah. you, so you have an idea, and then everybody gets out there. You know, so you just work on the honor system. And, yeah, you know, I people are pretty honest, and so yeah, it's it, you know you can only do so much with ten with ten cones and balloons and. Barrels, so, so what's 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 the average time length that it takes to run one of these courses? It depends on the course. So there yeah. are courses that can take nine seconds. There are courses that can take twenty-five seconds. It just depends. So, but that's fast. Yeah. So yeah. you're so talking. So it's not like you're doing like a you know a two-minute, three-minute, or something like that. Like no. Uh-uh. It's like boom, boom, it's, boom, 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 quick, quick. It's quick. really quick. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean. A nine-second course. There's a there. You know, we're shooting single action. So, and there's a gun change in there. Right. So that's less than a shot per second on some of those some of those that's patterns. Fast. Yeah. You're fast. We try to be. So, do you video this? I do. So, do you have like a YouTube channel or I somewhere do. where we can go and? Yep. I actually. So up? I have a website, mountedshooter.com, and um, there's a YouTube, the Mounted Shooter. That's me. Okay. And uh, same thing with my Instagram, the Mounted Shooter. So the Mounted Shooter. The Mounted Shooter. Find that's me you. on the gram. Okay. Yeah. Hey, and Marnie's I've, looking you up right now. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So my um, my website is really geared towards uh, people wanting to get into the sport. Gotcha. Um, when I first started it. There was I made a lot of mistakes that could have been avoided, and I learned I learned a lot by messing up, and uh, it was it was a challenge. And I asked a ton of people, and I pestered the crap out of my local um, club members mm-hmm. to get the information that I needed, and um, I really wanted to provide a resource for people to get in and get started, so they could learn from my mistakes and uh, have less barrier to entry. Right. Because there's a lot going on in this sport. There there has to be. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to know how to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. You got to know how to shoot a gun. Oh, okay. So uh, Marnie is showing me your Instagram page right now, mm-hmm. and uh, you're you're on a horse. Yeah, that is uh, that's my yellow horse. That's Stella. 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 She's beautiful. She is. She's lucky. She's pretty. It's uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> she was she was difficult to bring along. So she's she, a little stubborn. She she was a little stubborn. She tested my horsemanship skills on uh, more than one occasion. I almost sold her um, uh, about a year and a half ago. Oh, I was bless so, her heart. Oh, geez, she was just. I was so I was so mad at her. And. <laughs> And, uh, uh, but she she's come right along, so it's good. So do you have more than one horse that you? I yeah. mean, you like like guns, and if one goes down, you got to have a backup, right? Yeah, actually, Stella's my backup. So I have um, I have this great red horse. Her name is Copper. She is just dynamite. Um, horsemen get lucky once in their lifetime to have that million dollar once in a lifetime horse and I and I got her. Yeah. Copper is my my million dollar once in a lifetime. Now does she Never. cost a million dollars? No, thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> That's because no. this is an expensive sport. It, it <laughs> is. It is. And so um I rode Copper for a long time. She she brought me up through the ranks and she um she has an injury and, and you know I I could get super nerdy on you but she's got a, a navicular problem in her front left and I could run her and you know pump her full of medicine and but it's not worth it so yeah. she's semi-retired um, okay. now and I'm gonna breed her and, and do that so Stella is was my backup and now she's now she's my uh, starting quarterback nice yeah so she went from C squad to starting quarterback in one season and we donated a lot of money the first season we were added money um, almost all summer uh-huh. but it worked out really good and now she's just a rock star we 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 this last summer 
um, won a, uh, an overall, high overall, so we beat everybody, like all the boys, which is a big... All the boys. All the boys. So is this a, a, a mixed sex, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. competition? So big gender split. It's not just, just women competing against women, men competing against men. It's comp- so competitors competing against competitors. It's a little complicated. It's Okay. It's um, I call it a very sophisticated form of gambling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so there's different levels. So everybody starts out as a level one. So like I'm, I started out as a ladies level one. If you started tomorrow, you'd be a men's level one. Okay. And there's also senior men's and senior ladies. Okay. And that's in the Cowboy Mountain Shooting Association. That's how they classify. And so they have categories um, one through six. So as a new shooter, you would not be competing directly head to head against a world champion who's been doing it for 15 years. Okay. Who's going to whoop your hiney? All right. day long. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they, so then you can win your class. You can win your class, sure. and, and um, a majority of your money stays in your class. And then there's always some of your entry fee that goes to the overall and reserve overall. Okay. Um, so they'll rank everybody overall. Um, and so you can see where you stand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So if you, you know, it's really cool. You If you win your class, you're usually pretty doing pretty darn good and then if you know your reserve, reserve overall, high overall or ladies overall um that's that's pretty good so too. you you can you can see how everybody's doing and how you compared not just in your class but i mean yeah. you did this but you can see yeah. everybody else's like yeah overall i did overall you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so okay. i'm a ladies level kinda three like, kind of like competition shooting yeah. yeah 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 so i'm a ladies level three and you have to have so many wins before you can move up um, to the next division, so I got you. Yeah, it's pretty. So, fun. how long have you been doing this? Uh, I started doing this in 2010. Okay, so really not too long. No, and it's it's one of those things where it, it took a years. long time to get. Yeah, this will be my tenth season coming into it. So, okay. I was I grew up riding horses. Um, I but I showed English, like this could not be further from my roots. <laughs> I could not be further from my roots. I grew, anybody out there's a um, a horse person. I showed saddle seat and saddle breadth, which is very, very different. Yeah. Yeah. So a total different spectrum. So what got you interested in wanting to do this? Do you have a family member that that was doing it? Or no, I I'm the only person in my family, even in my extended family, that does horses. Okay. I'm just that 12 year old girl who was in love with horses, and I just never grew out of it yeah and uh so you didn't have you didn't like raise horses growing up or no, anything like that you no just i didn't grow up in a rodeo family nothing like that we didn't we didn't have a big ranch or nothing and um i begged my parents for riding lessons when i was five where are you from i'm from spokane washington okay so we we did that my my mom and dad were so great and they got me lessons and they had no idea <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're getting into. Thing. No, it started this whole thing, and and um, I sh- I did English for a long time, and when I was in college, um, I rodeoed in college. So my my really good friend and I um, barrel raced and team roped, and was never very good at it, and just kind of. Now, when you said you did English, what what did, what is that? It's just a total different style of riding. So okay. no, I sa- you no were like, saddle horn. You were majoring in English. No, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's an English style of riding. So um, I wore. What would be an equivalent of a men's three-piece suit with like a derby hat oh, and the Lord. whole? Oh yeah, totally different. Totally different. Some occasions we get to dress up and wear like a beaver skin top hat. <laughs> I, it very. Was this a competition? Yeah, you ride around in a circle and they judge you. It's very subjective. It's it sounds like it's very ju- judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they don't like your hat. Or it's a little snooty. I'm not gonna. It's lie. a little snooty. <laughs> it's a little, well, you know, it's a little bit about who's got what money. Very, very political. And, yeah. Um, you know, but it, it taught me to be a really good rider. I, I, right. I learned a lot 
doing that. And then when I started rodeoing, um, uh, like I said, I wasn't very good at it. Yeah. I mean, I could do it, and I could I could catch some heels on cows and and dally off, but it wasn't. Now, now you're, all these words you're throwing out there. I mean, this is new new <laughs> territory new, for me. Uh, team, I did a little team roping, so I just I I'd, I'd rope the the back, the hind end, okay, and, and do that. And my my roping partner Megan would, you know, catch the horns, and, and we do we dabbled a little bit in college rodeo, and and uh, did some barrel racing and some goat tying, which oh my is gosh. fun. Yeah, you just run you just run down and get jump off your horse. And you got to be in shape to do this stuff. So, yeah. I mean, you're like on a, uh, a, a physical training regiment? I am, yeah. the gym and Yeah, actually, like, I'm going to go to the gym later today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to stay fit, you know. And uh, it, I mean, my philosophy is if I can weigh less, my horse is probably going to run faster. They're going to appreciate if, it, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't run as fast as if i gotta, if I got to carry 30 pounds with me. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, I try to stay, I try to stay in shape as, as, as good as I can. Yeah. For that, I'm, I'm expect my horse. Are you still doing good. the rope and stuff? Or are you strictly the the competition shooting I'm, now? I'm competition shooting. Um, okay. I, I'll go do a little barrel racing jackpot every now and then, just for fun. Um, yeah. Just for something different. And then my red horse, I'm gonna have her do some um, some trail competitions just to keep her keep her going, keep her active. Yeah. Um, give her a workout. Yeah. Keep give her, her a purpose. You know, they're it's like um you know like like dogs. Like they're working dogs, like service yeah. dogs. They like having a purpose and they yeah. can be destructive if they they have nothing to do so right. the horses are the same way so how many horses do you have i have two full-size horses okay and then i have a mini so i guess i have two and a quarter what's a mini i have a miniature horse okay so one of those uh shetland ponies or no something like she's that? it's its own breed oh okay. she's, it's on my instagram there's a little uh there's a little uh, picture of her her name is penny is that just like a uh, a pet or she's a companion does she do something she's just a buddy she's your she bud. can do stuff i i i'm a little lazy is she like about a lap it. horse is it that small where you can sit in your lap she, she's about this tall okay well my great dane yeah my great dane was about that she's big. probably weighs about that, <laughs> that much yeah yeah so she i need to do How some more funny. stuff with her i'm a little lazy with it but she can um apparently she's broke to cart it's like you could pull a little carriage with her okay uh and i need to find a real handy kid that can get on her and Apparently she's broke to ride too, but oh, I, ca- okay. I can't ride her. I'm I'm too, I'm too big, and my cool. feet touch the ground on both sides. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So how many how many people would you say are in the uh, mounted shooting sport around um, the country? Is it a, is it a big sport? Uh, it's a niche sport, totally. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're a small industry. Uh, when I so my member number when I started in 2010 um, is 9,392. Okay. So there's member numbers up into the fifteen thousands. I don't know how many active shooters there are though, right. as far as as far as who's consistently yeah. competing. Um, but this you, is an expensive sport. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you thought golf was expensive, or yeah. or three gun was expensive. Yeah. This. Well, you, you know, gotta have a horse. You gotta yeah. have a trailer. You gotta feed the horse. You know, and people say that to me all the time. And it looks I've, like you gotta wear the costumes too. Well, yeah, and we can dress traditional. You can dress traditional Western if you want, like old timey, or yeah. you can do modern five pocket jean kind of thing. And um, and that's a requirement, though, isn't it? You have yeah. to wear certain. Yeah. So you can't s- just go out there in jeans and a t-shirt. And no. Yeehaw. No. So we're required to wear if you're gonna do modern modern dress, um, five pocket jeans, button up Western shirt. You have to wear a cowboy hat, and then you have to wear what we call they're called chinks. Chinks. I know, I know. They're called chinks. It's a hat. It's like a half shop. So okay. not. The, I mean, you can wear the full length like you see the bull riders wearing. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, so we wear chinks. So I wear um, 
Are those like chaps? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they're just a shorter version. They go down to the knee and then they're fringed. And of course, you know, I got to have mine all blinged out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to bedazzle that shit. Oh, my God. Glitter conchos. And (laughs) and, uh, uh, one of my sponsors uh, got me me all hooked up with those. So uh, Sierra Custom Leather, he does a great, yeah, Virgil does a great job. And they're they're gorgeous. I just... Yeah, they're just beautiful. Sweet. So yeah. I, I'm going to have to get into this. I'm going to start watching this. Is is this televised or? Uh, unfortunately, no. Okay. But um, they're they do do some live streams um, on the web on the CMSA website. So okay. Zoc Productions does. Is this that. all over the country that they do, they have these competitions? You do anything yeah. in Tennessee? Oh yeah, it, they're oh, all okay. they're all over. They're I'll have all to over. check and yeah. see. I'm in the Nashville area, so. Yeah, yeah. So there's um there's clubs everywhere, uh, all over the country, and um, a couple up in Canada. And um, so if somebody wants to go watch an event, you can just go um, log on to the CMSA website. So Cowboy Mounted Shooting Association, you can look up local clubs, you can search by state and all that and find a shoot close to you. And it's usually free for spectators cool. to go and watch. And um, it's a fun time. So you're talking about, um, you know, different different rankings and stuff like that. And what, what are the prizes? What do you win at, at these events? Buckles and money. Buckles, buckles and, and money. oh look at that yeah, buckle yes this is my most proud this is my high overall from uh this last summer so i want one yeah there i i had never won a buckle until i started that mounted awesome. shooting and i and i i that was all i wanted and because when i showed english we you know you win ribbons and Ugh. crystal and silver which when you're in middle school like what are you going to do with a crystal goblet and a silver tea set <laughs> you know you put your ribbons on the wall in your room like every good little horse girl does but yeah. after that you're like oh, that's great so what but, kind of what kind of money are we talking about in these are big money mm, that we're winning no not a t- it depends depends so it, like i said it's it's uh it's sophisticated form of gambling so uh-huh. when we when we go to a major shoot so like a couple years ago i came down back down i was down here in vegas for mm-hmm. our western championships and i did really well i had a great shoot um, I got second in my class. I um, I won the double down, which is a side match where you pay double your entry, and um, you get to do one run for the money based off your qualifying times. And then they had the eliminator, and I and I placed in that, which is where you run and they eliminate people after every round. Okay. Um, I placed in that, and then um, you can get money for entering the clean shooter. So where you don't, if you don't miss, they split the pot. Oh. So I walked. I'm. I didn't quite make money on that shoot, but uh, I only lost about 300 bucks by the time it was all said and done. So, so is the goal of this sport to, to, to not lose as much money as you put into it? or You know, <laughs> you know I do think... Do you try to break it? I don't, no, nobody's, nobody's I'm making... I'm trying to see the reward, the, the, end, you know, the, the pot at the end of the rainbow here. Nobody's, uh, nobody's making a living off their winnings from okay. Cowboy Mounted Shooting. It's not like rodeo, unfortunately. Okay. I think it could be. So are you making your money through the sponsors? Uh, I get a little bit of uh, I get a little bit of help through my sponsors from them, um, okay. product and and things like that. Um, so yeah, you can't make some. a career out of this. Uh, there are some people that do. They're usually horse trainers. They're okay. doing so their money's coming from training horses. I got. And you. they're you know they're spending money to get to where they need to go, and um, they're you know they're usually winning. Those guys get to do it all the time, and mm-hmm. and this is a I call it a jobby. What is that? It's a job. That's a hobby. That's a job. A jobby. It's a jobby. Yeah. So I, you know, the sponsorships or endorsement deals have been really um, helpful in supporting this very expensive hobby for me. So that's, that's been really great. Um, But I mean, you can win a couple grand in a weekend if you're, if you're really hot 
or you could yeah, not, but not that, win again, anything. Yeah, but the money you're putting into it, that's yeah. not... Yeah, well, you know, it's not any more expensive than people who got, your, yeah. you know, who got a safe full of guns and they're, they're doing three-gun shoots yeah. every weekend and they can switch well, back and forth. Well, the travel, the trailer, yep. the horses, the, you know, Four-wheelers, snowmobiles, all that stuff is... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's the same thing, you know. It's, and you got to have the land for the horses mm-hmm, and, oh, my, mm-hmm. the barns. Yeah, but it's a, it's, it, you know, it's a passion. I'm broke just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already broke. My paychecks are uh, sitting in my pasture. So. I haven't even started yet, and I'm broke. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's 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 a little hard to get into if you don't already have horses and stuff. Yeah. So that that makes it a little tough. But if you if you've got that, you're just looking at buying guns, holsters, and a, and a pair of chinks. Yeah. You know, well, you, let's let's you, talk about guns because mm-hmm. this is talking lead. This, yeah, we've talked a lot about horses. We you should know, talk some fire. Well, it's interesting. I, I don't I didn't know about any of this stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, I like to learn. Yeah, absolutely. So what uh, what kind of hardware are you using? Uh, my go-to from day one is uh, been a pair of old Ruger Vaquero bird's heads. Okay. And I, I scored those. I scored one new in the box. Ooh. I know. I was super excited about that. How'd you that. do that? I was on Gun Broker, and uh, nobody was bidding on it because it had some stippling on the back strap. Oh, and okay. I was like, I like that. I'm gonna. And it actually, I got my other when I got the other pistol. Um, I had my gunsmith's match it and uh-huh. i really like it because uh, it gives me a little gription yeah uh, in the summertime when it's a little, it's a the little stipple yeah the stippling Stipple. works yeah so uh, i need to hook you up with this guy mm-hmm. uh so he's got a, a new coating and just remind me and we'll talk about it off yeah. off air but uh okay uh, it could definitely help you all right yeah um and then uh i had the i had to wait for two months to get my super black hawk hammers because they just, they I don't, just out. they were just out. Just I don't know. Out. I had to I, make them. I had to, yeah, I was on the waiting list, so I <laughs> got them, and I had my gunsmith put those in, and they're just, the hammers on those are turned down a little little further down so my little thumbs can reach. Sure. And they're fatter, um, so my thumbs doesn't right. Easier to. Yeah, yeah, a little easier. Um, and then you, you get, I got my guns all slicked up, so they're ready to go, and then they shaved a couple millimeters off the front of the cylinder uh-huh. so that when we're shooting all weekend, that black powder really gunks up, so it keeps that, that cylinder spinning. Yeah. So we're not, I mean, the last thing I want to do is miss because I've got built up residue in my cylinder that would be tragic that would yeah <laughs> that yeah would be bad <laughs> that would be really bad um and i have uh, the stainless steel and i always recommend any of my clients to do uh stainless steel because the blueing is is pretty mm-hmm. and i really like it but um that black powder is as i'm sure you and your listeners know is super corrosive sure um so the stainless is keep, is great yeah yeah keep them clean keep them clean um and i i'm i'm gonna admit i you know i've i've not the most diligent uh, about okay. when I get home yeah. cleaning them right away. He's like, I'll get to that later. I'm yeah. like, oh, and then you're like, oh, geez, it's been five days. <laughs> oh, it's been a week. Oh no. Oops. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So, um, yeah, they, they're, and I've got the little shorty three and three quarter barrels. So they're, they're, um, they clear my holsters faster. Right. So it's all about speed. I mean, we're down to the, you know, the thousands or hundredth of a second. So those little, those little transitions matter. Yeah. You can shoot whatever length of barrel you want. There's one guy that's got this big old long thing and he, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he don't care. He's, he doesn't, you know, he's you just, just touch out there. the balloons with his, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just poke them. Just get the barrel hot and pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's out there just having, you know, just a good old boy out there having fun. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't care about going super fast. He's, ha- he's, he's, he's playing cowboy. He's, he's playing out, cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the best part. You know, I get to, I get to shoot guns, which I love. I get to ride horses, which has been just, which is a passion of mine. And um, you know, riding guns or riding horses and shooting, shooting guns—that's guns the same time. 
That's yeah, crazy. It doesn't get any better now, are you that. doing any uh, of the rifle stuff? Or are you just yeah, strictly? So we have a rifle and shotgun division. Oh, okay. So I've done shotgun. I haven't done rifle, and I need I need to I need to do a little more shotgun. So you shoot five pistol, and you holster, and then you come around. We call it the rundown barrel. So it's the barrel at the far end of the arena, and the rest of the balloon. The last five balloons are set up in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Well, with shotgun, you only got two shots. Ooh. So they cluster the balloons in a group of three and a group of two. Gotcha. So you come around that rundown barrel. You've got your shotgun pulled out. And you got it up in your shoulder, and you drop your reins, and you goes two shots. So you let go of the horse. Yeah. Oh, is that scary? It, yeah, there's a little bit of trust there. And anybody <laughs> who says it isn't scary is lying because there was always that little, I mean, they could do it over and over and over and it might not be as scary as it used to be. But mm-hmm. And those horses sometimes will veer off and you got to, you know, sometimes it'll cause you to miss. But they do the same thing with rifle and they're doing a lever action. Um, so you got to get them used to the, the gun shooting too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and some horses just won't have it. Yeah. They just don't have it and, and that's fine and some horses don't care. I've had a horse that came in and we were shooting full full loads off him in 30 minutes. So the best horse to get would be a deaf horse. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes the horses are more scared of the smoke mm. than it's like that vicious horse eating smoke that's uh-huh. coming out of that <laughs> that's going to eat them. Yeah. Yeah, so you shoot and then they're all they're like, snorting ah. and you know, they're trying to walk run through it, but yeah, they they wear earplugs. I've got earplugs for my horses. Okay, I was gonna ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all my earplugs match my shirts. And, of you know, course, they're blingy. Yeah, they're, they're not blingy, but they match my outfits. Not that anybody ever sees the earplugs, but I know. Uh huh. And so that's that's just. That's got to be some big earplugs. They're just for a little. Horse. They, yeah, they're about they're about that big around. They're little puff balls, and they've got a little um, okay. string that attaches them. You just rope. You just twist them around the top of the horse's uh, bridle, and then you know what you should do. You should uh, have Bluetooth. Oh. You know earbuds for them and play you know play a nice little music like for them while yeah. they're yeah while they're riding and yeah. they can enjoy the music and, yeah you know maybe a little little faster tempo gets yeah. them you know get them going juiced you know, up or the horses get pumped up just like we do they yeah. get that nerve yeah so horses are, are really sensitive yeah they can feel they it they know and when something's coming up like oh yeah right, we're going we're oh, getting ready to go to competition let's go yeah, baby yeah my red horse you come on just, rider get on me let's yeah, go yeah I can feel her getting excited you know and and I try to it's all things being fair and equal, it's a it's a mental game. So mm-hmm. I try to keep keep pretty calm, but they know. They I can mean, sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a I dog, mean, they can sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean they can feel flies land on their back, so of course they feel everything that that you're feeling. It just transfers down into them, and they right. know. And yeah, but they get all jazzed up. And the, the you know when we get to shoot in front of a crowd, which isn't very often, um, that's my favorite time to shoot because the you know the music's playing. And sometimes we get to do that in between. Hype. Oh yeah. man, there are crowds there, and you got to a couple couple thousand people watching you're like oh man and, you know that that it's it's it hope i don't drop my gun yeah, oh god don't mess up <laughs> focus focus it's only like now, have you seconds. ever fallen off the horse during a competition i have i have i uh it's happened a couple times actually that yellow horse uh two years ago i bailed off of her because she was just she wasn't acting right she was not acting right rearing up spinning around going backwards doing all this stuff and oh, i'm dang. like i'm too old i'm out i'm out <laughs> i'm out i'm not 18 anymore i got you know i don't i'm out so um and you know it gives you 60 seconds on the course but you know i got back on finished the course and at that point you know it's just about um schooling that horse and making sure they're doing that's when you wanted to sell her wasn't it yeah that That, i I literally made like three or four phone calls trying to figure out (laughs) some where i could send her who i could trade for what i was so mad because she'd been doing so great at home and um yeah and i was like all right i'll give her 30 more days she just had a little performance anxiety she did you know she did she did but uh yeah and i've come off a couple other times just 
I was still going this to the right, and my mare was going to the left, and there I was in the middle. So, just somehow on the ground. You're like, how did I end up here? Yeah, I'm like, oh, there she is. All right, oh, over there at the other end of the arena. Have you been injured? Um, I have. I tore my rotator cuff a couple years ago. Falling off? No, I was. Oh, and even I was running barrels. <laughs> I was, I was just holding on. You know, my horse is just so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just I was just holding on to the horn, coming around a barrel, and I tore my tore my rotator cuff. Mm. Just yeah. put me out for a whole season surgery, the whole deal. I was gonna say, I mean, with that with this this sport, there's probably a lot of yeah. injuries that happen because people are falling off the horses and. There can be, yeah. Like and you said, the rotator cuff. Yeah. Probably getting a lot of sprains and yeah. tears and things. People's shoulders, and as people get older, um, my yellow Kids, horse fell on me. Yeah. Back. My yellow horse slipped and fell on me and broke my toes. Oh crap! Yeah, that was painful. My big toe and my second toe. Um, horses weigh a lot. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it you know people can ride horses. We got a guy shooting and he's in his eighties. Are you serious? I'm serious. He's still riding and shooting in his 80s. He's still riding and shooting in his 80s. That's amazing. It's it's incredible. And um, he, you know, his horse is just dynamite. Takes great care of him. Just out there, just doing its thing. It never takes a false step. And um, uh, he's just enjoying it. I mean, enjoying it as and long as he's been you can. doing it for like ever yeah or did he just get into it like no five he's years been doing ago? it he's riding horses all his life you know so it's 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 fun to to watch him go out there and he doesn't care about winning yeah it doesn't matter is there an age limit on mm-hmm. uh, how old you got to be to get into it and start doing it no or? we have a we have a kids division so the wranglers so nice. the little guys um they'll they'll be led around the course they don't get um they don't get any guns some of them oh. will have little little cap guns mm-hmm. and they'll you know they'll click 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 and point um, but then the older the older kids, I think it's I have to double check. I think it's ten to ten to twelve. Um, I don't I don't have any kids, so I'm not sure of all the actual actual rules. But right. um, they they have to engage. They run through the course just like the adults, and they have to engage every target. So they're not they're not shooting at it, but they have to dry fire at it. Right. Um, and so we have uh, range masters that'll that'll dictate whether they ran the course correctly and engaged every target. Gotcha. And some of those kids are running faster than the adults, and I think it's because they have no fear. You know, they don't yeah, have a mor- they don't have a mortgage to pay. They don't have right. to worry about getting hurt. You know, they're, they're still naive. They're still naive, <laughs> and they're just running and gunning. And then you know, they turn twelve, and we give them a, give them live ammo, and they're just. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like, finally. <laughs> You're like, get your four wins and get out of my class. <laughs> it's like we are done with Move you. Move on up. You know, kid. all the adults are like that kids 13 years old and whooping my hind <laughs> get her out of here you know they everybody when they move up you know you have to do a move up dance when you get your when you get your fourth win oh and then what is that you got to just do a little dance where they ain't going to give you that buckle oh yeah ah so you got to dance and it's so always you work for it you do you got to work for it and uh and then everybody's like yeah get out of now here is it like it's like you just make up your own dance or is there like a yeah. traditional dance that you have to no, do? No, everybody does their own. Some are better than others. My uh, okay. My friend Tiffany um, had her move up at the World Championship several years ago, and she um, she did a little kick, a little side kick, jumped up in the air and slipped and fell underneath the award table. Oops. That was the best dance I've ever seen. <laughs> did you get that on video? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all over Facebook. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier, I caught you said something about clients. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what do you do? Um, I do some new shooter clinics, um, just getting people into the sport. Um, I've helped mentor some people as they're getting started. Um, I, I don't take on a ton of people because I have a regular full-time job too, but, Mm -hmm. um, so 
just helping people get started, doing clinics. Video, I do do a lot of videos of uh, new shooters, just how they're getting into the sport and helping people, helping people get going. So, right. yeah, it's, cool. it's fun to get them going. Yeah, and see them succeed and just flourish and do their thing. Now, what did, what rifle did did you say? What rifle you shoot? I don't sh- I don't shoot rifles. Don't do for, what no. about your shotgun? What shotgun are you using? Um, I I've just got a little side by side 12 gauge, just a just Winchester. It's just the double barrel. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Because you only get two shots. So yeah. Yeah. A little shorty. So. Yeah. Does anybody use the over unders for that, or everybody using the side by side? Uh, everybody's using side by side. Yeah. That, so we do. Because so you have to do that, or could you use the? Yeah. They. Um. Yeah. You. You want the side by side, and then we're still using the same ammo, um, that we use in the pistol. So you get inserts. Mm-hmm. And mine are pink and laser engraved okay. with the breast cancer awareness ribbon right on, you know, the whole deal. So yeah, nice. so you got the pink, the, the inserts, and then you put the. the I mean, the you just can't get there. those anywhere. Who's supplying you with the? Um, I got those the shells. I got those inserts. I think I got them from Lonesome Pine. Um, okay. They're they're uh, uh, they supply black powder blanks. There's several companies that do that. So. Gotcha. I mean, that's getting really specific because nobody's going to be seeing your ammo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, know? and I and I bought them because the Unless the all like the pro yeah something. all the pro- proceeds from those particular inserts go towards breast cancer research. Yeah, so well, good for you. So that's I awesome. yeah I, I purchased those. My grandmother had breast cancer, so we you know we like to support the cause and the, yeah, the western the western industry is pretty big and the tough enough to wear pink. That's real big in the rodeos, and we'll do that at shoots. Twisted too. X uh, yeah. has a has a program that's yep. that's doing it. The official footwear of Talking Lead. By the oh, way, nice. Check, check out my shit kickers. I got. Ooh, I like those. From Twisted X. Ooh, pretty. Right. I like them. Yeah, I'm digging I'm, them. I'm, I'm digging them. Super comfortable. Been yeah. wearing them all week. Yeah. No, they're a great company. Yeah. So yeah. You, you're familiar with Twisted I, X? I am familiar. Yeah. Out of Texas. Yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe to introduce you. That would be great. I'd love an introduction. We'll, we'll do that. I'll uh, I'll text him when we get out for mommy. Yeah. I'll have him come over. Absolutely. Yeah. So um yeah we you know speaking of I'm looking at oh. your boots right now. Huh? Yeah. These are these are uh, these are from Miss Macy. Miss Macy. These are not these are not shit kickers, but they're. Um, oh, those are those these are fancy. Are, these are fancy. Those I are brought fancy my fancy shoes. boots down to Vegas. I got I these like in my old Gringos that I wore yesterday, which which might have been a mistake, but um, that's okay. It was it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bill. Bill Do Tea Baggins. We call him. Hi, Bill. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good, good. Just dropping off a charger. Okay, good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Interrupted my show. Way to go. You interrupted it, not me. Whatever. You do your thing. You do your thing. <laughs> we have fun on this show. I like it. We I like, like it. To have I like fun. your show. Well, thank this you. This is I great. Appreciate it. Um, I mean, I don't have any more any more questions. I think I, I've. I'm in like overload on. I know it's a right lot now. of information. It is a lot. It's a lot of stuff, and it's, a lot, but it's very interesting. Well, thanks. So you've, you've got me. You've got me intrigued. So I'm gonna get yeah, online well, go, and check it out. Go check out my website. I've got a whole series on there for new shooters. I did okay. a big series of videos. Yeah. So the new shooter series. Um, I filmed those a couple years ago, and it just it breaks it down into all the elements. Um, and it's. Like like I said earlier, it, it's a tough sport to get into, and yeah. and I struggled so much, and I just, you know, I. I looked up to all these people in the in the sport and these these incredible people, and I got I got turned away a lot, and I got told no for help a lot by some by some pretty predominant people, and I just was like I can't, why I don't I didn't want to be that way. I wanted to help, and I wanted to get people started, and it's it's something that I'm passionate about, and that um, that the bigger I can make it, I mean I want to see it in a ro- in, at the NFR. That 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 yeah. would be that would just 
make my heart happy. Um, and so if I can get more people started and help them get, get going along the way. build that interest, that enthusiasm. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't charge anything for videos. All that information is available for free. Um, if anybody has any questions, they can uh, get a hold of me through my social media. I'm happy to answer questions. And if I don't have the answer, and I give can. Give that social media where they can get in touch with you one more time. Um, I'm the Mounted Shooter on Instagram. You can go to MountedShooter.com and mount the Mounted Shooter uh, on YouTube. So everything's all linked together. And uh, yeah, it's anything. Courtney you want. Johnson. Uh, so you, you guys, PM her there. She'll get you more info if you're interested in getting involved with the yeah. the sport. Yeah, it's very cool. Courtney, thank you so much for taking the time to be on. Oh, thank you so much for having. I've learned me. a lot. Good. So we'll, we'll have to have you back on anytime. So when does the season start? Um, it's already started for people down south. So I will start shooting in May. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll start we'll start keeping up with you. That'd let us know, check in with us. Let us know how you're doing. We'll Give do. us an update. We'll get you on the show and uh, talk good. about your your bling bling belt set, your <laughs> belt buckles that you're winning, and and all that all that money. That'd be great. Yeah. Now, do, one more question. Do you do um, so? You know, there's like this cowboy action shooting that's mm-hmm. out there, like Sass. three gun for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the Western style guns. Mm-hmm. Do you do any of that? I have in the past. Okay. Um, I haven't recently, um, but I mean, I've got all I've got all the gear to do to do the Western three gun SAS stuff. I'm the Chatteroy Rose. That's my handle. <laughs> I was gonna say because you gotta have a name. Yeah. It's like a requirement, so you gotta have like a cowboy yeah. name. And yeah. what is it again? The Chatteroy Rose. Chatteroy Rose. Chatteroy is a little town just north of where I where I'm from. It's bumped right right next to Little Colbert, Washington. So Chatteroy and Colbert are right next to each other. So oh, Chatteroy cool. Rose. I like that. I have shot sass for a long time though but I, I like it it's super fun yeah i was gonna say if somebody who's doing this would probably also enjoy doing sass has uh, sass. has a little bit of a mounted shooting thing they'll do a little bit uh, a ground and a uh, mounted thing at winter range but it's a sm- much smaller i don't i'm not really even sure how much they're still till doing that i'd have to look into that but they yeah, they're not right. very predominant um they don't have a lot of shoots going on so yeah, yeah. cool yeah courtney again thank you so much for taking the time we're gonna I be back it. with more the 2020 SHOT Show here in the final day from the official lead quarters of Buck Knives. Yeah. <laughs> the ladies of Buck. This, this is all by Chris's design. Yeah, and he's, he, he's leaving. So he threw this together and he just walks out. Yeah, he's scared. Typical Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we are at the 2020 SHOT Show and we are at the lead quarters live here at buck knives and i'm surrounded by uh, just the most beautiful women that are at shot show are you are, what do you call yourselves are you the buck knife babes the beautiful ladies of buck i love that we prefer it, yes. the blbs beautiful ladies of buck that is awesome so you got to get a shirt made like that so, so you are the ones that are keeping everything going, flowing here at, at SHOT Show at the booth. You guys have been just jam slammed. It's been nonstop for, this is what, our third day? Third day. Got another day coming up. So I want to start on the left, and we're going to go from left to right here and introduce yourselves and t- tell everybody what you do uh, for Buck at Buck. Uh, I'm Emily Lang. No, bring it up here. Oh, sorry. Bring it uh, up here. Okay, I'm there Emily Lang, and I am the supply chain manager at Buck Knives. I uh, do a lot of our purchasing um, okay, Emily. I'm Stephanie Young, the marketing communications manager at Bug. So I just try to keep PR, advertising, social media, everything running, including this booth with Toddy. There you go. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm Andrea Modine, and I work in our inside sales department, and I handle pretty much 
Western Canada and the Western United States. You're, and you're handing the Canucks. They're a handful, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Handful of goodness, though, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, thank you, Andrea. <laughs> the Canadians. <laughs> Do you know that they even had their own Canadian party last night? Nothing. If you weren't Canadian, you weren't invited to their party. You know, that's a little too exclusive, I think. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And you attend 80s band concerts. I, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I think your mic might be on. Is it the mic on? Make sure the little thing's pushed up on the back of the top of the back, top of the back of the mic. Yep. Push that up. Now we can hear you. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you weren't on there. Sorry about that. That's all right. But oh, say again, Toddy? Toddy Harvey. I'm the executive sales and marketing administrator, and I'm a planner. I plan trade shows. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Next. I am Rachel Rogers. I'm the marketing coordinator, and I deal a lot with the media and writers for Buck. Very cool. Welcome in, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what has been your favorite part of the show? Well, let's start off with uh, Emily. Tell us how many shot shows you've been to. This is my fifth shot show. Closer. This is my fifth shot show. Fifth shot show. Yes. I, okay. Yes. So in those five shot shows, what would you say has been your favorite so far? What's the most memorable? Let's be honest. It's when you can drink because you're not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I've been pregnant for two shot shows, so I'm uh, I'm happy to partake in the the free beer. There you go. <laughs> that we're, Which that is going we're on right away. now, which we're missing as yeah. we're doing this. I think Brooksy did that by design too. Oh, I right. Know. Got us out of the, the we beer. We cleared those kegs off pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he roped us all in here. What about you, Stephanie? How many have you been to? I believe I've been to 11 SHOT Shows. 11? I think so. You missed last year because you were with Babe. I was on maternity leave. Yeah. But I could drink by that point just at home. Yeah. (laughs) Emily Lang was the one who couldn't. (laughs) So 11 years, you've been able to see SHOT Show morph and change probably quite a bit in those 11 years. Yes, quite a bit. Yeah. So in the early days, how would you compare it to... So what's going on these days? So from the marketing standpoint, the early days, it was all about TV, TV sponsorships, TV advertising. And magazines. The, yes, magazines. Right. So the, the celebrities from the outdoor world would you know, try to visit you, try to gain sponsorship. And now, of course, it's all about content creation and social media and right. you know, online presence. So, just so what, what was easier to deal with, would you say? Would it be the olden days with the TV, the magazines, or... The, uh, the new wave media, we'll call it. I think the new wave media. To a little me, easier to deal it's with? It's a lot less intense, the people coming in, you know, trying to sell to you. And the strategies, they have to have a really sound strategy now to get your attention. I got you. I got you. What about you, Andrea? This is my very first SHOT Show. Oh, so we got a newbie. Yes. Fresh me. <laughs> so is it everything that they built it up to be and more, or did they just scare you to death, or were they just, like, throwing you to the wolves? I'm having a blast. Okay, cool. So I do a lot with our internationals, and I get to actually meet them instead of just by email or... So you get put the put the personality of email to an actual person in voice. Huh? Yes. Yeah. It's great. I'm having a blast. So let me ask you this. Uh of the people that you've met that you've been dealing with, doing business with, who's the most unlike what you expected? 
you can't tell a lot. Through and you don't email. have to say a name or anything like that. You can't tell a lot through email. So I don't talk to them on the phone, so everybody is new. Yeah, it's like meeting them for the first time. Okay. So, you, but you didn't have like an expectation of uh, I expect you know Sam to look like this or Julia to look like this or be like this because you kind of get a personality from an email too. You know, you, you kind of build a picture of what that person looks like. I think everything, everybody was normal. Okay. <laughs> Good, safe <laughs> answer. <laughs> Toddy. This is my, I think it's my eighth SHOT Show. Okay. So you're, you're up there too. Yep. Veteran. Yep. Been, yep. Here, been here a few times. Yeah. So what, what would you say over the years has been the, the biggest change or difference in SHOT Show? You know, I think... Um, how digitized we are now it used to be the first shot show that i came to there was just so much paper and so much paperwork and it, it was just a lot and now anybody asks for anything we're like it's online right go, go. it's immediate yeah. It's, yeah, yeah yeah we have everything Grab a phone i can fix that right here <laughs> right Sign exactly. you up right here exactly. check this box kind of yep. thing and now yeah. we you know we have our wi-fi and, and everything set up and you know the, the reps are submitting orders directly into the portal and it used to be we were actually taking home like physical paper copies and hoping that they made it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> hoping right. they made it back on the plane with you. Right, yeah. exactly, yes. And during the beer garden, you didn't get beer spilled all over me. Well, before Brooks, <laughs> we didn't have beer garden. <laughs> really? Yes. So I guess I was from, so last year they had it. That was the first time. That was so okay. Yeah, that was the first time. So you did that in honor of me because you knew you know you're gonna have well, a big. I mean, it, it was big alcoholic in the booth. It was it was it was disgust. <laughs> Just goes keep it this far away from him. Only give him one. Right. Monitor lefty. <laughs> so, uh, what was your name again? Rachel. Rachel. Okay, Rachel. How many have you been to? This is my second shot show. Okay, so mm -hmm. last year and this year. So compared to the two years. No, there's been about five years in between. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how long ago was your first one? Five years ago. You Do you said? remember that, Stephanie? What year it was? Oh, I, was it the 110 anniversary year? Was that 14? Was it that year? So you've got a little I, time I, to, yeah, there to was, actually, yeah. it was like this when I came, and then now it's like this. Is there a big change from the first time to this time? No, I think it's about the same. It's about, you know, about yeah. the same? A lot of people coming in and getting yeah. to meet people. It's nice. Yeah. So what's, what's your favorite thing about SHOT Show? I would say placing faces to the names. Okay. But I, again, there's so many people coming in and out, so it's kind of hard. I'm hard I'm doing it, it right away, and then I'm forgetting who they are. You know, twenty so you're minutes not doing later after I meet. with them, you know, <laughs> posting it up on your uh, Instagrams. <laughs> Next year. Okay. That's that's one way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, what would you say as far as Buck Knives go? Is you, is your big big release this year? What's what's everybody just you know, talking about, wanting to have. Who wants to take that? Well, as far, Stephanie? As, as, far as, yeah, what we've actually launched at the show, yeah, the, the Talon, people, everyone who walks by talon. that thing has to hold it, pick it up. Industry Day on the Range, they were like crazy when they saw it. So, so tell our, our listeners, describe the Talon for them. So the Talon is this military grade i would say bushwhacking survival tool it's right got, it could chop trees it could baton wood it can you can lash it to a spear you could use it as a hammer i mean it is hardcore how much do you think that thing weighs um i don't have that's only like three pounds <laughs> three yeah. pounds I yeah i don't have it in front of me least, but yeah. yeah it's i mean it's hardcore and it's pretty cool 
Yeah, and the sheath that it comes with, too, is a pretty heavy-duty, too. It's right, really nice. Molly-compatible, all the Velcro, different yeah. carry options. It's definitely got that wow factor when you look at it, you know, that talent. It catches your eye, but then when you get your hand on it, and like you said, all the utility, all the, all the versatility of that, that tool is it's really nice. And plus that blade is super sharp. Right. And you can whack down a you know, four-inch tree pretty easy with that, no problem. I think probably even a giant sequoia. You can do what? <laughs> probably even a giant sequoia tree if that was. Well, evil. yeah, I'm just saying, like with one chop, you could take down you know, four inches. Oh, no problem. for sure, yes, yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> no. You know, and I spoke with our military reps, and they um, really liked the tactical line. They really liked the tactical line, um, and uh, they they were just really impressed with the talent. And you know, those guys are dealing in that in that arena all the time. What would you say? You look like you wanted to comment on that. I just thought Toddy's voice sounded beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she did put lip gloss on before this. <laughs> I did. They're like, you're not going to be on camera. <laughs> so I want to know. I want to know hidden talents here. So who who can sing? Oh, not me. Nope. No. No. no? It, it came to my attention yesterday that I could be a. Uh, a hype man. <laughs> I thought you were telling me that you did karaoke. Oh no, not me. Not you. Um, I thought you were like hitting a karaoke bar after the '80s party or uh, concert you went to when I was up. No, there. I wasn't hitting anything after that concert. No, you were just <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just went straight home after that. <laughs> what about um, uh, hunting? Do you, who hunts here? Toddy's a hunter. Toddy's okay. I hunt. What's your yep. favorite thing to hunt? Um, deer. We talked about this a little bit when I was yeah, up there. White-tailed deer, where where I live, because it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I would really, I would really like to, to harvest an elk, a bull elk. That's my my next goal. Now, are you a rifle girl or are you archery? Um, both. Do a little bit of both. I do both, but um, I'm interested. I want to get um, an elk with a rifle. Because last time I was elk hunting, archery, it's just so difficult. You have to get so close. You do. Yeah. You really everything do. Everything has to be just perfect. Yeah, just everything right. just has to line up. And, and I want in my, at now I want to harvest a bull elk. And so I'm just going to quit messing around with archery and harvest You're one. Just and then do it. Yeah. And I like archery. I think, I mean, I'll shoot either, no matter what, but I'm not sure that um, archery hunting is going to be. I got you. Yeah. Now I'm looking to, to go on my first uh, bow hunt. Oh, fun! I, I've shot bows before, and what, but I've never hunted. I've never, you know, got into the archery aspect of the hunting. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be my first year coming up using a bow. So what tips would you give me as a just getting into it kind of? Uh, practice, practice, practice. You should be um, you should be shooting every day. Okay. To yeah, just to make sure that you're really you know that everything's lined out, and to keep you know do everything the same every time and get it into such a such a routine that when something's in front of you and you get all nervous right. and buck fever you can still do that everything that you yeah you can yeah. still do everything that you need vision. to do yes yes Very practice okay. practice practice so, so um i will i will call you when i start getting into which bows i'm going to buy and, and arrows and you can give me some tips on that fantastic when, when i would i would love to talk bows with you okay <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk both. Okay. <laughs> Me and Tony will talk both. So I know I know you girls have appointments that you got to get to. So I'm going to do uh, one last little round robin here for you, and and you want to start that way and work. work? Okay. <laughs> so if you could spend the day, and this is like you can like 
when I say what I'm going to say, you could like put it at the movies or at the shopping mall or just spend the day. So if you could spend the day at the range with anyone or any group of people, who would it be and why? It could be one person. It could be many people. It could be a fictional person. It could be a dead person. At the range? I'm going to need someone No, else. Well, as I was saying, you could superimpose range oh. with a day shopping or a day fishing or a day drinking margaritas or going to 80s concerts with just who would you like to spend some time with maybe for their knowledge maybe just for their companionship I'm ready go to, i have to think about that one nope you can't think about I it it's a, it's a <laughs> kind of question who, who's the first person who came to mind it can be a celebrity first, when i when i said who, who came to mind ellen degeneres okay there you go <laughs> so you like to spend some time with ellen degeneres why Oh, because she makes me laugh. She okay. would be such a funny. Fun yeah. 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 So you think you guys could hang out and have a good time together? Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Toddy. Uh, the first person that came to mind um, was Mayor James Keenan. <laughs> Who? <laughs> He's the lead singer of Tool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just we. I flew down early and um, caught a show. Uh, caught a Tool concert on Friday night, and uh, he was like my favorite band of all time so, very cool yeah so him so to give you singing lessons no i would just, just like it'd be cool to drink a beer I mean, with yeah i think i would just like to talk to him i just think it would be it would just be um interesting just to get his thoughts on on some on some things on some lyrics interesting okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how about you andrew i'd have to say it'd be my son he loves knives he loves everything he's 15 and anything i can get him to do with me is great because yeah. otherwise so, so whatever he's interested in, just to spend some time with you, you would do that. Yes, that's a good mom right there. <laughs> yes, I agree, and she's being honest too. <laughs> I think you were too. No, I, I mean, was, but I mean, too. but I mean, sometimes we have to pretend like like we like our children. He's young enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's young enough that she still does. Yeah, yeah, it's hard work. That's funny. Let's give it Stephanie. a few years. I mean, besides Chris Brooks. Um. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That was a brown nose answer. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, my f- my first thought was camping, and then it made me think of my father-in-law who's passed, and that guy was hilarious. I mean, he would say anything to anybody, anytime. So his one-liners, I mean, I'd love to hear some of those again. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Where would you go camping with him? Well, our family spot is on the North Fork of the Clearwater River in, in Idaho, and that's where they like to fly fish, and it's a very, very beautiful place. Did you guys used to do that when he was alive? Yes, and we still do it with um, okay, my so husband's sisters and now awesome. our kids. Yeah, it's carried on. So Very cool. We actually spread his ashes out there. All right, we saved the best for last. You know, I, the I, pressure's I, on. Come on, Emily. I wouldn't change anything. I'd hang out with these lovely ladies right here <laughs> if I had the chance. Man, I get answer. to every day at work, so I can't think of anybody else I'd rather hang out with. That is a great answer. And where would you, where, where would you hang out with the lady? What's the ideal... I, I would just Scenery. say on a beach somewhere right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. It's it, in North Idaho. It's pretty snowy, so I think anybody <laughs> would agree we'd rather be on a beach Very good. with a drink in our hand. Agreed. I appreciate you taking the time, being on, uh, putting up with me and my crew. You know, through this shot show. Thank you guys so much. You've been very great in keeping us supplied with everything that we need. And uh, you know, we're trying not to be prima donnas, but you know. <laughs> 
with a guy wearing a shirt like this, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I have thoroughly enjoyed your fashion choices this week, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow's. But Buck Knives is a very close-knit company. It's, it's, it's family. Whether you're family or not, it's a family business. And uh, you girls are the epitome of that and represent them well. So uh, when you're buying a Buck Knives, you're not only just getting you know, the quality of the product, you're getting the quality of the people behind the knives, too. So thank you, ladies, for everything that you do at Buck Knives as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to be back with more from the 2020 SHOT Show here at the official lead quarters, Talking Lead. Yeah, so we're rolling. So if you don't want something recorded, don't talk. Don't talk. Recording. My, where I was getting ready to say was, I live with my parents right now. You guys are talking about being loud, and my dad is so deaf, and the TV is so loud at night that I literally watch television with orange foamy earplugs on. Oh my gosh! It's a fact. Okay. Fact. Okay. And if you're wondering why I live with my parents. Is because I'm turning 40 this year, so I figured I may as well just move home. And start over? And start over with life. Clean slate. I'm 40 and I live with my parents, just so you can say That's that. Right. Right? Yeah, well, there's they kind of have a movie about it, so failure to launch Reevaluate or something like your, that. Reevaluate your, yeah. uh, your yeah. morals and your goals. That's that. right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. All right, I'm going to do a live also. Oh, you are? Yeah. You're we're gonna getting do a, serious. We're going to do a live. Okay. Are you doing, like, is that a live or is that just a video? It's just video. I'll share that with you, though. Come closer to the mic. There. He's oh, going to do oh, a live. I'll share that. We did this last quiet time. Hey, no, is it time right for now. us to wrap, Morgan? Ready? Oh. Can you hear me? Here we go. Here we go. Was that like a bad turkey call? <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> all right, lead heads. It's that time of SHOT Show that you've all been waiting for. We're at the 2020 SHOT Show coming at you from the lead quarters here at Buck Knives booth. And uh, it's it's time for the ladies. Oh, what are we? What this are we is calling? Lady dun, dun, dun. Night. Y'all were supposed to come and up I with a. And I feel alright. This is Lady Night. Oh, oh what, what a night! Oh, oh what a night! Here we're back. <laughs> we brought somebody. And you this brought time. you brought a new one. Yeah, we've we got a, an I was added in lady. Last year. You were. I, I think you were sick, weren't I you? I was pregnant. That Same well, difference. Sick, Same, pregnant. Yeah, no, I, I like waddled through SHOT Show at eight months pregnant. I was like, I am not being on anything. <laughs> 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 I wasn't fun. Well, we're going to have fun now. Yes, yes let's do it. Because the ladies are in the house. That's right. You guys so have us for like 10 yeah. minutes. All right, we're going we're gonna to zip through yeah. this real quick. But we want to uh, we wanna highlight our, our newbie. Yes. So uh, we'll leave it, it we'll leave it up to you, Narissa, to okay. introduce right. your buddy. Okay, you guys, you guys heard me last year. I'm Narissa Harmon. Um, I'm one of the co-founder, creative directors of Girls with Guns, and I'm going to introduce my business partner and sister-in-law. My name is Jen O'Hara, and uh, CEO and co-founder of Girls with Guns Clothing. Welcome, and Jen. Thank you. Thank um, you for joining us. I heard and watched last year i was super jealous that i wasn't able to join but i love these girls and we are a tribe and it's really awesome to be able to focus on what we are all doing and it's usually pretty crazy when we get together so i can't wait (laughs) it's gonna be recorded look out now look out so from my left to my other left we're gonna start with christy titus joining us hi she's part of the girl talk (laughs) 
She's the one the that talking lives at lead home. girl talk. She's living at home. I'm the one living at home with my parents. <laughs> we don't judge here. Clearly, my career is rather successful. <laughs> I'm writing a book about it, actually. <laughs> what not to do as an adult. Uh, no, uh, but seriously, uh, I host a digital TV show called Pursue the Wild, uh, and I'm on the National Rifle Association Board of Directors. Pretty awesome uh, to be part of uh, that is fighting awesome. for the Second Amendment. Hell yeah. And I live with my parents, yeah, but it's temporary, okay? <laughs> Just don't judge me. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to bring that up every other topic. That's okay. Or we can. It's or we funny. can. It's, it's funny. If it helps it's you funny. get over yeah, it and deal with it, we'll do that. We're here for you. <laughs> Did anybody bring the ice cream? No. Ooh, I want ice cream. Or the white claws. I forgot Ooh. the white claws. Uh, mochi. Anybody have mochi? Oh, what's that? It's the ice cream with, like, that rice... Gel, gel thing around it, and it's so what is that? good. It's called mochi. Mochi. Oh. mochi. Go to a sushi place, get mochi. Mm-hmm. I love sushi. Mm-hmm. Why have we not had that, Morgan? Because we're we go we eat sushi we, all the time. When we eat sushi together, it's normally unlimited sushi, and we eat. <laughs> we don't get to dessert. Five plates of it, and we don't get to dessert. That's no. right. That's right. No. So, and then to my next left, we've got the beautiful, the talented Morgan <laughs> Mule. <laughs> Thank you. And my best friend's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> my best friend's girlfriend. Best friend's girlfriend. Is that a country song? That does sound like a country I like it. song. Andrew always gets a shout out. We'll have some Andrew stories. I'm the energetic, positive one, and he's the grumpy old man. He's the grumpy oh, old fart. Oh. <laughs> oh. Tell the Disney World story real quick. Tell the what? The Disney World story real quick. Oh, you know, this is my eighth shot show, and I thought it would be a brilliant idea to go to Disney World two days before SHOT Show. So I was walking 11 miles a day. Oh, oh my gosh. So my feet are trashed. But yeah, Andrew was like, are, are you going to make me go to Disney World? And I'm like, you, as paranoid as you are, head on a swivel all the time. Something's always going to happen. Always be prepared. Lives like that, right? I'm like, I'm not putting you in these crowds. I'm not making you wait in line. You'll be the unhappiest person on earth in the happiest place on the planet. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it. He's the grumpy old man. So I didn't take him, and but afterwards I was him. glad I didn't take him. So you had a, a much better time without him. I did, in fact. Yeah, yes. I've been told Don't, that too. Let's not tell him that. Tia has a better time without me. So. I think, I think she, she went to Australia told. without oh, me. Dang. <laughs> she went to Australia without you. Yeah, of course. Are you scared about that? Aussie guys are hot. Well, oh. and all those and all those firemen that are there right now. <laughs> That's a fact, actually. You know? yeah. yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of firemen there right now. They're on <laughs> fire. They're on fire. So, so girls. Yes. Girls with guns. Yes. They have a show. Yes. Talk about talk about what you guys got coming up. Gosh, we have a lot going on right now. Oops, you guys can't hear me. Sorry. Yeah, get to that mic. I know. We should actually, Jen. We didn't really. I didn't get a chance to really. I think when we had our when we joined you for the podcast, I was exhausted. You, I was it's not making sense. <laughs> My feet. Well, were and you swollen. had a couple of white claws. I had a couple of white claws. <laughs> so uh, we didn't get a chance to really talk about all of our products, and we'll let you do that. You want me to do that? <laughs> well, let's okay. talk products. Let's for talk the ladies. Yes. So, Girls with Guns is a lifestyle company, and what we really want to promote and show our customer is that we do a little bit of everything. When Nurse and I started. We were hunters, we were snowboarders, we fished, wakeboarders, hiking, and it's just an outdoor brand. And we started with like t-shirts and hoodies and hats. We were essentially a t-shirt company that has evolved and now we are actually um, a well-known women's outerwear company. So we have five hunting collections. We have an early season, a mid-season, 
and a um, late season gear, uh, our insulated collection, as well as rain gear, um, lightweight clothing, and gosh, I'm just going upland. All kinds of stuff. So yeah, so we've done that, and those were a lot of the things that were launched just last year. And we have also um, brought in our new concealed casual, which is really awesome because you know ladies look great in leggings and um, you can wear them every day and you are able to conceal your firearm we have jackets and vests and um, pass-through hoodies all kinds of things and that's going to be what we're going to be growing next so I feel like we're really there on the hunting side of our apparel and what we're going to focus on is range wear and our concealed casual and the brand wear has been there for a while so we love it Um, we're focusing we were doing a tv show when you were talking about not taking the men we traveled to like 11 different countries without our men (laughs) so they're they feel left behind so we're actually how did you get pregnant <laughs> what? Wouldn't you like to know, Mark? I, I was going to say we were in New Zealand that year. I did take my husband. To okay, New Zealand. <laughs> all right. So, Narissa's like, how dare you? Well, well, you know she's married to my brother, right? I do know that. <laughs> we keep it real. You keep you keep an eye on her. Yeah. yeah. It really ruins the best friend thing when you can't really share anything anymore. <laughs> She's oh. like, oh, I'm sure y'all have your secrets. Heavily filtered content. She doesn't want to hear. She doesn't want to hear. So, no, that was really bad. Sorry. But no, we are just really going to focus on some hunts, some women's empowerment videos, different things we're doing is doing like a backcountry elk hunt in BC. We're excited about that. Some local hunts. I hunted with my daughter this year um she was six months old and she got to go and shot a mule deer and she was a part of it and turkey awesome so just trying to stay close to home so that making it a family affair yeah Yeah, that's the new chapter of gwg is our little gwg so she can be hanging out with her auntie and her mama (laughs) we're gonna take her everywhere just strap her on the back and go so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna revamp the show you're gonna revive the show is that what i'm hearing yeah we're doing more lifestyle content and um you know, still incorporating our hunts and all of that. It's just a new season for us, and um, we're really looking forward to incorporating just more of the things that we've been doing, yeah. um, and not just focusing always on the hunting. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's going to be good. Yeah, that'll be good. So, and where? Where can our listeners go yes. and catch you guys? Yes, you guys can find us on all the social media channels. Um, we're on, um, you can find us at gwgclothing.com. Also, um, gwgtv, girls with guns clothing, um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, also on Carbon TV. We stream over there. Um, and YouTube, we're just really starting to focus on our YouTube channel. So okay. girls with guns clothing, GWG TV, and... They're everywhere. They're We're everywhere. everywhere. Find us. Come follow us. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. So are you just focused on women's clothing and women's apparel? I mean, can the guys get a little love too? Or? I mean, if you want to wear the leggings. <laughs> I actually have a picture, no joke, because I have a girlfriend who is an outfitter in Kansas, and she loves our gear, and she was bragging about the length because we have adjustable inseams. And... Um, He's six foot, and he said he can never find men's pants that are long enough in hunting, and he wears our pants. I will find oh my that gosh. picture. <laughs> Says he loves them. I'm like, okay, okay. that works. Whatever works for you, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you could just say just, it could work. <laughs> Unisex. <laughs> well, very good. Yeah. I'm excited that yeah. you guys are revamping the yes. show and getting yes. it getting it up and going again. Yeah, we're yeah. excited, too. 
Thank Very you for cool. always having us too. This is fun. We enjoy the girls' time. Yeah. I can't. I can't think of a time that we wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, and it's growing, obviously. So yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to get more microphones. We so I, I think you you may have met this chick. Uh, she came by. She's from Canada. Oh yeah. Amanda, Amanda Lynn, Lynn. Uh, Mayhew. Yes. I do believe. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we can uh, start getting international with our talking lead ladies talk. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Take this show on the road. Yeah. Uh, well, just make them come here. <laughs> Let's do that. That's easier. That's even better. I don't. I would like to go to uh, Canada though. Have you guys done any hunting in Canada? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. I have. That's where we're heading too. That country elk can't come with us. Come with us. I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> So are you are you all four going to get together on a hunt coming up? Have you, have you talked about to. this? Well, we all four are getting together yes, this that's year. That's right. Christy, we are. take over the, the reins on that. Well, when I finally move out of my parents' house <laughs> <laughs> uh, into my new house that I'm building, I'm having the girls come. Um, we're going to do a two-day really fun girls' weekend. I built this, like, redneck fortress on some property <laughs> I acquired. I so that. It's awesome. I have like a shipping container that I converted into like a tactical shoot house and I built my own gun range. So I have targets out to 680 yards and then I have a full complete pistol bay. And um, so we're going to have the girls come out. We're going to couple shooting with conservation. We're going to shoot some pistols, film some, some pistol stuff for Ruger. And then the next day we're going to shoot some long range. And while we're at it, Ms. Morgan is going to come sing at the Rocky Mountain Oak Foundation's Women for Wildlife event. Oh, how so she's awesome going to burn that? down the house with her voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can burn I back up sing? In a good way. That's right. That's <laughs> hey, no, no, no. I get to back up sing. Well, can she we both? She is my backup singer. It's true. Did, didn't we do that at one of the NRA things? She yes. saying we, we all back up sang for her? I always do wagon wheel. She flew out for my wedding and sang, and then she was always like, come on, Jenny, come on, just come sing. And I was like, oh, I can't sing, but I do try. It's fun. <laughs> That'll be a fun weekend, though. We're doing a girls' weekend. We have to have a name for that. Yeah, we call it Titus Fun Week. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Titus Fun Week. Titus Fun Week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Call in. I know, Jenny and Narissa, you guys have a, another appointment you yes. got to get to. I'm sorry. sorry we have to cut this We're short. Going to the airport. Oh, y'all gotta get on yeah, out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah way, way out of here. Yeah. Uh, before you leave, let's uh, let's all de headphone and let's get some pictures real quick yes. of all of us, and Perfect. then okay. then, we'll, then yeah. we'll sit back down and, yeah, and yeah, resume yeah. this. Good. Bye, guys. This awesomeness. <laughs> this is you take it with that one. Sorry, one. so sorry. No, that was good. You got a lot. No, I'm in gonna there. keep it going. Okay. We're, going, I'm we're keeping still, this live thing we're going. Still, so we're live. This is awesome. Live is good. Live is good.
April. Yes. Give me a hug. Thank you so much. Okay, we love you guys. Love you. Have a fun podcast. Okay, That's mine. I'll get that. Thanks, buddy. Oh, you're the best. Oh, is it <laughs> That's what happens. It's unzip. It's unzip. It's just us now. Scary. <laughs> when we're left to our own devices. I know. <laughs> We're in the middle of one right now. You guys are stuck live with just us now. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about it. Sorry, not sorry. We're like that house guest that stays like two hours too long after your <laughs> dinner party and you just want to go to sleep. That's so, us. So we're going to sign off. We're going to sign off live here. Give them, uh, give them your, your Instagrams, Facebooks. Uh, I'm just at Christy Titus. I'm at Morgan Mills Music. Come and, follow us. And you can find them. Just Google them. You'll find them everywhere. And you're going to listen to them here on the Talking Lake Podcast. Ayo. Starting next week. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get serious. It ended, but I had to start it. So. It ended, but you had to start it. I haven't done any it shot ended. show coverage. Got my girl. Hello. Is it post? Christy. This is the is only post? time I'm behind a microphone that people don't complain because I'm not trying to sing. What are you doing on another live? I'm just on Instagram. Say hey. Hey, boy, hey. Up in the Buck Knives booth. The official lead quarters the of lead Talking quarters Lead. Of talking Lead. The official footwear of Talking yeah. Lead. Yep. Twisted X. Okay. Twisted X. They're, they're so a comfy. They're so comfy. Would you hand me my headset? Yeah, I know. You're like, I'm like, what is? Are you, are, you, are you sponsored by them now, or what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sister would be so jealous if I got sponsored by Twisted X. Why? Because she lives in her Twisted X shoes. Oh, they're so great. I've heard about. You want me them. to introduce you? I've heard it's like cocaine. Once you start, you don't stop. Oh my gosh, they're so comfy, and they got they got Western boots too. I'll, I wore them the first two days, the Western boots. Yeah. And they're my feet are great. They yeah. Don't, they don't hurt at all. No, I, I should be wearing them because apparently it's a fa- like my family is obsessed. My sister bought these ones. They're leopard, and I'm like, I, not my. Who did? It's not my style. Chad? But she's like, oh, I love these. That's not your style. Mm, no, but they're very popular. But I would take any shoes right about now that aren't what I'm wearing. Well, I just think that there's, I mean, they're so, that brand has grown so much, right? Like, it's gotta Tell them be to come by now. It's just have, incredible. I haven't heard. I've never heard of that brand. Well, it's just, so Until it's, this year. Like, they're coming out, like, everywhere. Well, like. just think, like, when Crocs came out, I was like, oh, gosh, those are so ugly. I'm never going to wear a Croc. And now I'm like, <laughs> I don't go anywhere without, without Crocs. Crocs. Totally. So we're going to get Brandon over here. We'll get back on it. And uh, we'll, we'll introduce you to him. We'll see if we can Perfect. Make that make that happen. Cool. Heck, yeah. All right, so we were what's, what were we in the middle of talking about? The four. Oh, the Titus. We are getting the Titus weekend, weekend. weekend, but we can move on from that. I think. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's where we left off, though. So, uh, Christy, moving in with your parents. Mm-hmm, Apparently, mm-hmm. you've had some some big life changes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a two-year process. Okay. Yeah. She bought a mountain. I did. I bought a mountain. Do explain. Go into detail. I bought a mountain and I turned it into a, a 
a gun fortress and my neighbors really love me and I sold my house because there's some sort of like adulting component that needs to happen there where I like build a new one and have to like kind of afford it so I moved <laughs> in with my parents but anyway I'm gonna be moving out soon I'm okay moving out soon. so you're good. building a new a new hacienda yeah Okay. I'm pretty excited. I'm trying to I'm trying to create a space where um, I can serve some of my corporate partners and also create valuable content for deliverables. So uh, my house is going to be set up to where I can like have the girls come out and um, host them. Yeah. You know, small events and so the guys um, can't come. Well, I mean, yeah, the guy I mean, okay. it can be co-ed, but um, not during not during Titus Week. No. Not that week yeah, for yeah. sure. But the the main port po- you know part <laughs> is like uh, um, I want to have brand partners come out shoot yeah. new optics you know for example like if night force has a new bunch of new scopes bring those out bring out a bunch of new ruger rifles mm-hmm. shoot a bunch of hornady ammo film it yeah so i've got a pistol bay with texas stars dueling trees i mean the whole i mean i've got a lot in steel and then i've got the long range rifle course so you did buy a whole mountain i literally yeah, bought a mountain she did. <laughs> you can shoot out to i think 600 yards right? 680 and then you know we can shoot rocks on blm i don't have steel set on blm just because i think it um I don't like to put stuff on BLM and just like leave it. So, um, yeah. and and you have to hike to the top of my mountain, which I'm well, not. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, it wouldn't be a mountain if you didn't have I to mean, hike. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's. Now, yeah. are you putting your house on the top of the mountain? No, it's just below it. So it's pretty cool. I have elk and deer, and I have uh, I have a weird assortment of wildlife that comes in. There's elk, deer. I have a mountain lion that's eating all my animals. And I, the other day, I I had a female hen peacock, and I don't know where stuff is like. So you're just discovering new wildlife found, left and right. I mean, I'm telling. I found arrowheads out there. Like this oh, place awesome. has been that's like cool. untouched. I found two arrowheads on my place, and so it's just a. It may be like an old Indian thing. So you should do some. Yeah. Little but I think that they there. used to hunt there because the it's a wintering area, you know, for wildlife. So. So what part of the country is this in? You don't have to Oregon. be specific. So you're Central in Oregon. Central Oregon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So it's been fun. That's my big life change. I think this year is. That's big. It's pretty big. That's yeah. huge. Pretty excited about it. But it's been like it's been two years in in process. So. Yeah. But it's going to be a multifunctional. Yeah, piece you of know. Property. So I was doing photos one day, and I was on public land, and I had an elk rack on my back, and I was like hiking, and my camera guy's taking these pictures, and these <laughs> people stop, and they're like scoping up my truck, and I'm like ice spying. I'm like these suckers better not steal stuff off the back of my truck, right? Because right. I have my gear all back there. And they drive off. Well, the next day, the sheriff comes to my house, and they turn me in for poaching. <laughs> what? No. And I was like, oh, no. And the sheriff started laughing because, you know, he knew who I was. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I have to check in on this. And I was like, well, yeah, I have photographic evidence that I wasn't poaching. I was doing a photo shoot. <laughs> uh, oh but, the, I mean, it just got to the point where, like, if I would go to confirm data or collect bullet drop at distance, all that data for my hunts and stuff, like, yeah. You know, to get real true distance on public land, you're always taking some sort of quasi-risk of, sure. you know, someone could drive through. It's, you can't close the range, and it's just not yeah. as secure of an environment. So it was just better for me to buy in a location where I could do photos and shoot. you don't have shoot. to deal with all that BS. And the liability is, yeah. Yeah. So we had, um, we had the guy from Boone and Crockett on uh, earlier. Yeah. You know, uh, we were talking about conservation and... Uh, you know what people can do uh, to help and you know reporting poachers was one of those so yeah I mean you can't blame them I mean they, they thought they were doing the right thing yeah um, so 
I mean, it's kind of one of those. Mm, yeah, I, I totally get it. But my my point to it is just like no, I know I having just, privacy and and then you go to the range and that's how and you get away with that. You just buy a mountain. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you you go to the range <laughs> and just you know you want to shoot. You're trying to accomplish a task in a certain time frame, and there's other interruptions. You know, the line gets called cold. You have oh, people with questions. They want to come over. They want to see your gear. They want to talk about your gear. And, you know, pretty soon you spend an hour talking and doing other stuff and you only have a certain time I to get fill you. an objective yeah. and it just is harder. Morgan, let's buy a mountain. I would love let's, that. Let's mean you yeah. buy a mountain. Let's do it. You can sing. Except you know, in you Nashville. Loud as, we'll turn yeah. it up as loud as we want. The property in Nashville is skyrocketed so much. Well, it's a good thing that you know a good real estate agent. That's true. Yeah. Right. Good point. That's right. Mm-hmm. We can make it happen. I like it. <laughs> Mount Morgan and Marty. Ooh, but Morgan's like, like ruling the world through NRA country right now. She is doing some great things, and I'm excited. I'm excited for her. I have um, my social media has grown throughout the years, from my career as a singer, from my career hosting in Nashville, from um, having the TV show with NRA TV. Mm-hmm. It's just organically kind of grown throughout the years, and I was just having to really keep up with it. Like catch up to it, mm-hmm. which is hard because most most people focus on growing their following, and I never focus on it. it. Just kind of organically happened, which is awesome. But I had to play catch up in learning um, how to do social media and the methods around it, and it's ever ever changing. Always. So keeping up with with all of that, and I started to get good at it and understand it. And um, so I've done. I've worked with NRA. So NRA Country is a lifestyle brand under NRA Maine. Mm -hmm. So country music, love of military, police, lifestyle, uh, concerts. Family, God. All of it. It's, you know, I would say it's, I've heard it called like the fluff, but it's it's not. It's, you can't have direct call to action NRA messaging the whole time. We're going live. (laughs) Christy's going live. Are you going live? Christy's going live, baby. Yes. The lead quarters, buck We're knives. We're the lead quarters, buck knives, and I was going to do an impromptu social media, but Boom. I'm not that discreet, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like a squirrel. I'm not a squirrel. What's her? Dory. I'm like, squirrel. I can't focus. So. ADD. ADD. That's right. Focus, Morgan. Focus. <laughs> but um, yeah, NRA country, I've been working with NRA for a long time, and I've never been, whether it's through my TV show or now more behind the scenes on social media mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of different activations that we're doing there. I've never been more excited about working with the NRA. There's been kind of um, a change of guard, a yeah. lot of change that a lot of people, you know, it's been Are we public. seeing a change for the positive now? I think so. That's what people have been crying Absolutely. for. I really do. And I know that, you know, you kind of went through a little spat there for a little bit and now... I'm really excited about it and... Um, I'm honest with it. Throughout the years, sometimes it has been hard, and I've yeah. I've told people that it's, it hasn't been rainbows well, the whole time. And it's been public, you know. Yeah, so and and so the you're thing not is, not saying anything that people aren't already aware of. No, and the NRA is owning it. I, I'm owning it. Working with them, I'm really excited about it. Christy yeah. is but on the board. But that's the telltale. She's are they listening to the members, and are they making the changes? And yes, that's what you're. Yeah, I think so. I think this they're coming around. This change of guard is is really positive for the NRA. So I'm excited to be on board. Um, Annual meeting is in Nashville this year, Nashville, which is Tennessee. on my turf. That's right. Oh, Our turf. We are going to have some fun. We're going to have a good time. A lot if of If you've fun. never been to annual meetings, this is the year to go. Yes. Not only 
do we need you in 2020 as a member of NRA more than ever, but 2020 in Nashville is going to be better Come than on. ever as well. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be fun. Have, you, have they given you any hints of what the lineup's going to be there or... So NRA Country puts on the big concert um, on Saturday night. We have a concert on Friday night, which people can buy tickets to. Um, it's Charlie Daniels is performing at that. That's cool. kind of like a formal dinner, Charlie and Friends. And then Saturday night, um, we have, I can't say who, but we, um, we're going to have two really big artists. Okay. And that's the big concert where we close the, the street. street, the whole street down, and members from all over the world pour out and listen to some good old country music. So I can't say who it is. Eminem? No. Oh, okay. Well, Snoop last Dog. year they had Alan Jackson, <laughs> and he was really good. Phenomenal. Yeah, like when he, is he not good? I'm not. I, you know, he listening to him perform and tell his stories on stage, like. It, I'm, I wanted to buy his greatest hits like after that. I'm like, this man is really a phenomenal artist. Have you listened to his Christmas albums? No. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I so love good. his Christmas yeah. and his gospel albums. He did old, an album with old hymnals, mm-hmm. Christian hymnals, and I thought that was awesome. But yeah. he's always been. He just a, brings a whole new appreciation to just music in general. Yeah, and he's always been a big supporter of, of the NRA and the Second Amendment, and um, he's not afraid to show that, which is. Awesome. Unusual sometimes. Yeah. Unusual, especially yeah. in country music and in entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. So whenever I come across that, I you know makes what I'm like noticing, and and it may just me, just be me, but I'm noticing that there there are more and more, and country music is a little different than you know regular Hollywood, regular you know pop music kind of stuff. They're showing their support for you know the Second Amendment. You're seeing more and more of the mainstream people. That yeah, are getting I, into. I have the, theories on that. One think of they're them, feeling more safe, more comfortable. Yeah, that they're I, not going to lose their audience. That right. they're not going to be blackballed from. They don't feel alone. Hollywood. I think for a long time, the the term "silent majority" was mm-hmm. a real, real thing. Yeah. And I think when Trump won, uh, a lot of people are like, "Wait a minute, we're not alone. We don't live in this little bubble. There are obviously." A lot of people out there that Hold believe the up, way... Hold up, wait a minute, let's put some Trump in it. That's right. <laughs> oh, so dang, he just laid one down. I just did it. Ew. You. <laughs> so I think people are just, you know, not as afraid. Even in hunting, when it comes to country music, mm-hmm. for years it was like you'd have secret hunters and they would never post any harvest pictures. Yeah. And um, Or shooting guns, they wouldn't post anything about that. And now past couple years it's well you're changing. seeing them here at the show you know you see people walk around you go oh that's such so and, and so, so. That's so and, and like, they're not ashamed of it yeah you know they say yeah this is what i stand for and honestly i think the fans appreciate that more they want to stand beside behind someone that right. agrees with them and that's not afraid to talk about what they agree with and what they Absolutely. stand for and um, and I think we're seeing that in country music and really all over the world. But like you know, Luke Combs is he came out the gate like I am who I am, like it or not, and mm-hmm. he just blew up because of that. So it's like stay authentic, and if if you believe in something, tell people about you're it. Gonna have, you're gonna have you're gonna have your followers. You know that's so. right. Everybody's gonna be have haters. You. you be you. You be you. You're gonna have your followers, and and you're gonna have your always haters. gonna have the haters. Always gonna have the people in every who love field, you. in every career, in every facet. So. You know, just do you, boo. Do you, boo. Well, the thing is, I don't think you're ever going to make everybody happy. Yeah, that's right. You have to make yourself happy and be proud of who you are and that you're fulfilling your mission in life. That's right. And that is at the end of the day or at the end of our life. And we look back 
at this beautiful place that we've been is that we're we're making it in our minds better than when we found it yeah and we're leaving a legacy and some people's legacy missions are different than others that's right ours is rooted in faith conservatism the constitution freedom limited government Amen. very limited <laughs> uh, and and that's something you know I'm proud to be part of but there are yeah. some people that are terrified to to say hey I support the constitution I support the rule of law I support limited government I support freedoms and liberty because I'll tell you right now it is a lot more popular to have a guarantee lot in life so there's a lot of people that are just okay if I know that I can have this for the rest of my life I'm just going to be complacent because right. freedom comes with risk that's right so if we have the freedom to make choice, we have the freedom to make decisions or open a business or be entrepreneurs, with every freedom we have is a risk. So there's just a lot of people that want that guarantee. Mm. And I don't want to be taken care of. Yeah. I don't want to sacrifice the freedoms for yeah. but security. Sometimes, sometimes that's hard to get out and be that person that's like, I'm going to do this because I believe it's right. And at the end of my life, I'm going to look at the good Lord himself and I'm going to say, I did your work. And sometimes that takes a lot of backbone. It does. Mm. Yeah. Amen, sister. Preach, Christy. Ah, Titus, preach. Yeah. So, Christy, let's talk about uh, what you got coming up with the, the show. What's what what's new and exciting for 2020? I mean, you're buying a mountain. You're going to be doing your, a mountain. your thing. So, for me, um, I you know I, I went through a lot of stuff this fall where I'm always soul searching. And, and I had a lot. I mean, I literally just feel like the good Lord himself has been speaking to me in my heart in a way that has never happened before. It's been very profound for me. And I, I've had it on my heart that, number one, I'm really trying to be involved with activating younger people into supporting more constitutional policy, if you sure. will, yeah. um, and conservative values and also uh, freedom limited government free choice all these things but my big thing is right now like for this year that I've had on my heart more than anything in order to try to spread the word of those things is educating people the truth about guns mm -hmm. the environment and hunting so I'm kind of launching this campaign it's the truth about guns hunting and <laughs> and uh, conservation and how they're correlated and I'm going on this mass campaign this year because Everybody in our country should understand the ramifications that come from, number one, a disarmed population, not for just the right to keep and bear arms and protect yourself against not only, you know, people that would want to do you harm, but mm -hmm. tyrannical government, but beyond that, the ramifications that would come from the loss of the Pittman-Robertson Act, which is an act mm -hmm. that truly mm -hmm. spearheads most of the conservation dollars in our country. Yeah. So if we're looking at... Um, there's a there's a new movement that's going out there. Anna Paula is leading this. She's running for Congress in um, Florida. It's called the Green Conservative, and people should understand that gun owners are funding conservation. So you take a group like the NRA that is ensuring the right for us to have a Second Amendment. Well, they're basically ensuring the right that we're going to have wild places later on. And then with free markets, you take places like the Rocky Mountain Oak Foundation, Safari Club International, Wild Sheep Foundation, NWTF. Mm -hmm. All these groups, small, tiny, tiny, tiny populations of people that are contributing freely mm -hmm. and helping wild places. I mean, RMEF, since 1984, less than 200,000 members have secured um, 
conserved or enhanced over 8 million acres and have opened access to over a million acres. And so you take things like wow. that, there's profound impacts to our environment. So I'm trying to teach that. Like, mainstream America should be afraid of the loss of hunting. Hunters enacted uh, the North American model of wildlife conservation in the mm-hmm. 1930s. And because of hunters, we have more wildlife We did a good ever. segment on that uh, with C.J. Buck. Exactly. We were talking about so that's that. my mission. That's on my heart. Um, we have all these people talking about this Green New Deal, and we want you not dri- riding in airplanes anymore. And you know, we want our. <laughs> they're trying to transform how our country runs, and the, the government's trying to involve themselves and control, more and more. Um, trying to control the population through these green movements. When conservationists, hunters, and firearms owners, we own this space and we need to get more vocal telling people like no 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 we don't need your green new deal we've Mm -hmm. been doing this through the free market with free choice and it's working and it's working well and it's been working since how long well 1930s is when the north american model it's the only successful model of, of wildlife conservation in the history that you know that's documented that that's that's worked and we're yeah. paying for it we're funding it and darn it we're gonna, we need to be proud about it we need to be vocal about it and when people start talking about green new deal and how certain groups maybe don't care about the environment that's not true conservatives care about the environment we've been caring about the environment a lot longer than they have well and yeah. we're doing something about it we put we're our not, money where our mouth is. we're not trying to enact legislation that's ineffective it's not going to work and bankrupt our country and fundamentally change the scope of our country and how government functions. Instead, we're like, no, you can have these freedoms, we can do these things, and we can be really effective at them and not inflict our opinions on anybody, right. but because we want to do this. So but we that's have to really be vocal about this. Yeah, we got to get and out we, there. And we, as the educated, have to educate the uneducated. Yeah, yeah so that's like my deal. That's what I'm doing. Cool. It's not, you know. I mean, that's, that's not a small <laughs> mission. <laughs> it's not a small <laughs> mission, but I mean, you take one step at a time that's and right. you, you start. That's right. You got to start it. That's you right. Know, that's the first thing. Start and you're very focused. You're laser focused on that. And I'm super excited for you because I think that you're, well, I know one thing about Christy. If she has something on her mind that she wants to do, she's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm excited. Like buy a mountain. <laughs> like buy a mountain. <laughs> so I'm excited that she. Even if it means moving in with the parents. That's yeah. right. Sacrifices. Yeah, that's Sacrifices. Right. You're Sacrifices. taking on all this. And we were talking about the NRA before when yeah. all that change was happening. Um, I know it was a little bit scary at one point being a board member and, and having different partners in the outdoor space. And Christy never, never swayed from that. She was like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I stand behind. Mm-hmm. And that well, and there was people that were like, oh my gosh, maybe you should quit. This is, you know, and I'm like, wait a second. I had 60,000 people vote. What am I going to be like? Mm-hmm. Oh, it got a little hot in the kitchen. So I'm just going to bail out on you. No, I'm there to stand and fight. I'm there to represent. Yep. You're leading by example, and that's what we need. Yeah. Is, you know, we don't need all the talk. We need the actual yeah. do. So I'm all in. I'm and she's sweet. a doer, and I, I I, think I'm a doer, and I know you're a doer. You're a and doer, I, And yeah. I think I just appreciate that and want to call it out when I see it because it's, it's awesome. We need more of that. Absolutely. I'm excited for you, girl. I'm excited for us because, you know, luckily Morgan and I get to freedom fight together. So <laughs> it's pretty great. I mean, all of us girls are, but we're really, really directly tied through NRA and um, – kind of serving that and and really trying to change the optic of the organization or the optic of the gun owner is a lot of people feel like they're male, white, older. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of young people. There's a lot of... We're the most diverse community that there there is and we always have been. And, you know... We're really poor about showing that off. Like, 
We love it. But we're it. not. We show it off. I mean, look at all the events. Look at uh, look at Virginia. All the people that showed up in Virginia. Oh, 22,000. Awesome. 22, and there was, there, was, there was blacks. There was whites. There was young. There was old. There was Muslims. There was atheists. There was Christians. There were... Everyone. Right. Everyone. Liberals. Were there were even liberals there. They were cleaning up the trash. Right. These people yeah. that were there... Doing their thing, peaceful and protest, protesting. That's right. They were and they cleaning up, up the trash. I, I, I've just never. They weren't stopping seen traffic. That. No. You know, they weren't threatening people. They weren't cracking windshields. They weren't vile. They just. They weren't trying to start fights. Know, did it the right yeah. way. I was so proud so. of that. Well, and and I work as an ambassador with an organization called Turning Point USA, and they go on college campuses, and there's. If you watch a lot of their videos, there's some students that are actually rather aggressive and violent totally. towards them. And it's like, okay, we have a First Amendment right. And thank God President Trump signed some legislation this year that ensures our right for the First Amendment on college campuses specifically because there was some serious censorship that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and this group goes in there and they're like, hey, I don't want to fight you, but let's talk. Right. Let's talk we're not here facts. To fight. We're not here to fight. We're here to, we're here to talk. No. And so I think that's something that we all need to be really a lot more involved in. And I'm really proud to be really involved in that. And I don't want to fight anybody. But I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about how wonderful hunting is. I want to talk to you about you the wonderful fight, stuff that guns do. But when you have to fight, read that. Fighting solves everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Professor Paul up, Markle. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just, the thought it's of not it's about not somebody it's hitting not about me in the face fighting. scares me. I'm like, I don't want to get it. Don't but hit me. But that's what it is. You know, it's it's not just physical fighting. Yeah. It's it's having the, the wherewithal, just, you know, yeah. the guts, the cojones to stick through it and just like you not quit. You know, you yeah. got to keep pushing. You got to keep, you got you to fight through the negative stuff. Yeah. Fight yeah. for what you believe in. Fight for what you believe in. What's right. That's and right. you get, you girls are doing that, and I appreciate that. So What's thank funny? You so so much. Mar- Morgan and Narissa and Jen have been coming to Shot Show eight years. I don't know how long. Maybe I'm at longer ten than years. Me. I'm at, I I had my ten year photo show up the other day on my phone. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so assuming ten I'm ten, uh, at least ten, maybe eleven, but for sure ten. I think it's just ten. But we met each other like right out of the gate. We did. And we've done this journey together, and it's done nothing but grown. And just to be part of that is something I'm really proud of. And to see yeah. their company grow, and then you know they're they're empowering so many women, mm-hmm. young women. We're we're seeing more girls be active and involved in the two A community, and also in hunting and and conservation. It's pretty incredible. All right. Very yeah. Good. And you know what's funny? I'm gonna bring it up. I'm just gonna call it. I'll just throw it out there. This shot show, we've seen it all, right? When we first started coming here, there were not that many females. No. Um, we, we knew them, the ones. We were friends with them. I felt like it's been growing, like the demographic has been growing, which has been mm-hmm. awesome. But we went through a period of time where, you know, there were women coming coming to SHOT Show where it was a little bit degrading. And some of these manufacturers would hire them and, like, ha- like Talking about the booth babes oh, and yeah. things like that. These yeah. booth babes and gun girls. And, oh, trust me, we still have that. But... And, and, and let me know your opinion on this. I'm noticing this year, like, there are more females, and they're clothed, and they look like they're on a mission. I see them with their backpacks walking from one end of the floor mm-hmm. to the other. Looks like they're, they're heading to a meeting. They look professional. A lot, of, a lot of competition jerseys, you know. A lot of competition. Like, mm-hmm. females that are that have been competing. And yeah. I am like... Keep 
really excited about that because oh, I was yeah. getting nervous for a while. Um, I would come to Shotcha and be like, okay. But again, it's one of those things where, you know, the more that we push and promote, it's like, this is, you're welcome here. You know, you're safe here. You're not going to be judged here. You know, you, you may be just be getting into it or you're not going to be talked down to. You know, we're not going to condescend you. And they're taking you. it seriously. It's not just, um, you know, these, these ambassadors, influencers that are, have big numbers that are trying to, you know, get product and post. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are taking it more seriously. A lot of manufacturers, a lot of companies here sure. are taking what we, a lot of what we do, mm-hmm. social media um, and being an ambassador and having professional sponsors. I feel like they're taking it um, more seriously and not just uh, settling for, oh, that person has a big social media number. Right. But, um, and so it's a really cool, cool time. I've really enjoyed this whole shot show because I, I think we're heading in a really great direction. Yeah. Especially especially when it comes to females. There's more of them here. They, they've got me empowered. Well, I can't. I mean, the young women that are taking leadership roles, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's wonderful. And yeah. Get after it, girls. <laughs> well, get after and it, it. And it's, it's pioneers like yourselves. You, know, you, you, oh. you ladies oh. have been coming since. Did you hear that? We're pioneers. You're pioneers. So old. Oh. You are. Just call me Annie Oakley. Because you're not afraid. <laughs> You've you've been uh, doing the Lord's work now. Like she said, you've been coming this for ten years, and you've yeah. been eight years, and yeah. you know you're you're walking the talk, you're talking the talk, and you're you're leading by example. So you're showing the other up and coming uh, ladies what what needs to be done and how to do it and how to do it in the, the proper way. Well, and you know what else I really love about it now is like these girls, we're all learning how to work together because women can be catty animals. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> And I think it's really great that you see people really coming together because uh, together we rise, divided we fall. And that's really important. And um, we have so many really wonderful women's networking events here um, where you see these amazing women that all have their own amazing attributes and things that they contribute to the industry yeah. that are now collaborating together. And it's I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really inspiring. This year in particular, I feel like it's more than ever. I'm pumped. And then this beautiful cat walks in. <gasps> well, hello, Chad. <laughs> so, Caltech Chad joining us, ladies and gentlemen. The gray fox. The gray fox. <laughs> His mic is dead. We have to you got to turn your mic on. Make it alive. I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, there you go. Now you're on. <laughs> he's brought. He's brought the posse. Yeah. Hey, posse. Uh, my De- posse. Canadian. My posse. Is on De- Broadway. Devin the Canadian. <laughs> so, so Chad, we'll get your opinion on this. Uh, so Morgan threw this out. She's like, she's noticed a trend over the last couple of years that the the women that are showing up to to the industry events, especially Shot Show, um, they're a lot more focused. They're a lot more professional. Doing away with the gun bunny kind of you know stigma. What what's your opinion on that? I think there's always been a contingency of women like that here. Yeah. And I I don't think there's more women that are more focused i just think the gun bunnies aren't coming anymore yeah <laughs> or maybe some of the gun bunnies realized that that's all that they were being used for and they changed their game up and got Ho- hopefully that's the case to yeah. show the you yeah. know how how real they were about it Possibly, sure yeah yeah it's like it's they're point. not taking me serious wearing the speedo bikini <laughs> thingy or whatever with the fuzzy i mean a, hood a, you know kinda. beautiful woman's a beautiful woman everybody likes even sure. beautiful women like to look at beautiful women so but there's nothing wrong with that but just the perception of you know right it's the perception yeah, yeah. it's like they're being used for to, to draw people in and they're like sex sells kind of thing absolutely you know? and we're here with 
with bigger missions and, and exactly we're the, being professional and it's yeah just, and, and it's not and a place for it. If know? that's the case, like the people don't take you very seriously. Yeah, you know, like Christy so. said too, there more and more of them are being uh, brought into the decision making process by being on boards and and things like that too. Oh so yeah, and the firearms industry, I mean, needs more of it. You know, we we need more women sort of taking charge of like. Women, in my experience anyway, typically like to work with other women when it comes to firearms training. I mean, that's really the only place I, the only background I kind of have with that. But right. I know that, uh, you know, women just really like to empower each other. Yeah. You know, and, you know, us guys, we're kind of rough around the edges sometimes. <laughs> we're always not fun to work we're with. We're not you know polished. What I mean? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just, I think it's awesome. I love it. And, you know, especially... Uh, with gun rights and stuff, um, you know these gun advo- uh, anti-gun advocates and stuff. They're f- they say they're for women, but yet they want to take away your means of self-protection. You know, and so it's the more women that come out and say, uh, "Guys, you guys are dead wrong." If you're trying to disarm me and make me a victim, that's not going to fly. Right. You know, yeah. and a guy can't. I mean, I could say that on behalf of women or whatever, but it really takes me seriously. You know, so these women are. But you're not representing. They don't see you as a woman. They just see you as a dude. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Are you uh, saying you think they judge you because of your beard? (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge me because of my beautiful beard. Yeah. Well, I grew the beard because they were judging me because of my face. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, um, Sorry, I had to lighten that one a little bit. No, 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 no. No, that was good. Yeah, uh, I I just think it's, it's very, very important. It's a very important demographic, and it's growing, like you said. Yeah. And that's huge i like that yeah so they're chad chiming in very good who's next so (laughs) (laughs) christy morgan are you i know you guys got to go you got other appointments so thank you for taking the time to be on and uh doing talking lead girl chat always i mean we'll have an official name someday for that maybe we'll do a shirt for it i don't know yeah like the richards have you heard about the Richards? <laughs> so this is on TV. No, it's a group of guys that come and do his podcast, and they have for every year for, since it, you've been doing it's it. It's been a long time, yeah. And they yeah. call themselves the Richards, so we needed a name. Yeah, it was like four Richards and a Ralph is what it was. The Ralph was the female, and she earned that name because she, you know she had a little too much to drink the night before. Why were they called the Richards? Why are they called the Richards? Richards? Yeah, why? Like, like what's the nickname for Rick Richard? I, I'm what not, is not rich. I it's know. not rich. I don't know. <laughs> Chad, what is it? They're the Richard Craniums. Richard Craniums. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Noggins. Nobody wants to say it. Right. Nobody wants to say it. No. We're going to come up with our own name. Don't you worry. It's, it's not going to be anything like that. No. It's going to be unique. <laughs> <laughs> Monique. The Moniques. No, the that's unique not it. Monique. That's not it either. No. <laughs> that's, that's not, not going to nice work. Try. That's, not, that's not happening either. Nice try, Marty. <laughs> you got to NRA to come up with it. So. All right. Sounds oh boy, good. no pressure. Right. So give give your social meds and websites and all that one, one more time. Yeah, all my handles are it's the same handle through across all platforms. Morgan Mills Music. Come follow me. Anything in regards to the outdoors, guns, I and know country who you music. Are now. What do you mean? You met, met her like every met. year. I know, <laughs> but I had a bad brain injury. To his credit, That's I've had true. different hair color every year. And he did have oh, a cranium. You know what's so funny? He had a Richard injury. So the first year I met Morgan, I had white hair and she had black hair 
And then I had dark hair and she had white hair. I remember the silver hair. And yeah. now we're transitioning again and I'm back to blonde and she's back to I'm brown. Going darker. So every time I color my hair I think well, Morgan must be going darker. I'm going whatever it is. Like it's like totally opposites all the time. Nobody cares. We're so. very simple. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Sorry. Nobody cares, but it's funny. We're very simple. We would appreciate it if you would stop confusing us. <laughs> guys are like who is this woman? She looks different every time I see her. <laughs> like, you I look familiar. You look familiar, but you, yeah. No. Christy, give uh, yours. So I'm just at Christy Titus across all platforms. I have a digital series called Pursue the Wild. It airs on Amazon TV, Facebook, YouTube. I've got um, hunting episodes, shooting sports episodes, and then a lot of tips and tactics on YouTube. So if you guys are a first-time shooter... Uh, first time hunter, get on there. There's a lot of really good and content she, to get you she started. She does a lot of Instagram and, and Facebook posts too that, yeah, are, uh, that, that are really cool too. So so check her out. Sold. Follow her, subscribe her, let her know that you're a lead head. Let me get my phone out there. There you go. He's, I appreciate him right lying on my behalf. That's good for you. Thank and you. And before you leave, I want you to sign my posters. Yes. One fell down, but uh, I want you to sign my posters, please. Yes, sir. Done. All right, guys, we're going to be back with more at the 2020 SHOT Show here from the official lead quarters of Buck Knives. Might be Chad. Might be Matt, might be Devin. Who knows? Who knows? Bye, y'all. All right, we are back, Zeke. And those were some, Thank you. some great interviews there <laughs> from the Buck Knives booth, the official lead quarters of Talking Lead during the 2020 SHOT Show. They were amazing. Fantastic. Which, which one did you sit in on? You sit in with... Uh, I sat in on the, the, the Richard Show. Did you say, I haven't released the Richard show yet. It's I don't think remember, I'm going I to. Didn't, I, I didn't know y'all had a Richard show, and I just kept calling them all dicks. <laughs> yeah. The, the three three Richards and a Ralph. <laughs> the four Richards and a Ralph is what we norm, or originally called it. But uh, I did do a, a Richard show. Um, I don't know that I'm going to release that one or not. You guys send me an email, talkingletgmail.com, if you want me to release the uh, Richard interview. And you long-time leadheads will know what I'm talking about. So, Zeke, for you yeah. new leadheads, Zeke used to be uh, my co-host here on Talking Lead. We were partners. We started yep. Talking Lead together. And then yep. Zeke went on to uh, other things. One of yes. our sponsors at the time was a gunsmithing institute. And yep. Zeke took on a role there and did Ooh. great things with that company. Grew them to uh, magnanimous status. And then he uh, took on another... Uh, endeavor after that had a great opportunity to get into tv and uh, talk talk about your tv show that you did uh yeah so i moved on went and did a tv show with discovery channel called master of arms and i was the host of the show and then the subject matter expert for the gunsmithing side yeah and it was good it it was probably the most fun i ever had working a job while we filmed it once it went to air, I didn't realize how stressful that was. You know, week to week, your your entire livelihood is based off, one, how the edits went, mm -hmm. and two, the viewing habits of the American public. Yeah. Because I'm used to jobs where, you know, I work, something gets screwed up, I either work harder to fix it, I either learn how to fix it, or I hire somebody to fix it. Yeah. With this, once it's edited and it's done, you ain't got nothing you can do. <laughs> once it's out, it's out. Yeah, it's out, and the ratings were good. We had, uh, you know, around a little over a million a week that were yeah. watching it, which is good for cable. But we were fo also following Gold Rush, which is Discovery Channel's highest-rated show. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, while the ratings were good, they weren't good compared to retaining what Gold Rush had. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, ended up not renewing it, but I would never go back. You know, and, they could have moved you to a different time slot, a different yeah, day, could, different time slot, you know, yeah. one of the weaker days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could have definitely done that, but they Discovery made their choice and moved on from that. Um, and it was, I would, I would never not do that again. You know, if if I had the chance twelve more times, I would do it every. Oh hell yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like, I mean, people who watched the show, Leadheads that watched the show, and I'm sure yeah. all of them did. You got a lot of support from the Leadhead Brigade there. Absolutely. Um, but who wouldn't do that? You know. Right. I mean, it was it was a cool, cool opportunity that led to other opportunities. But yeah. after that, when the when we found out the show was not getting renewed. I kind of took a hiatus from the firearms industry for about eight months. I went and did some marketing in the motorcycle world and enjoyed that because I love motorcycles too. The two passions are guns and bikes. Yeah. Now, I know you and, wanted to take on the role of Bishop too, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. uh, What's-His-Face beat you out on that role. Uh, oh, you mean you mean Thanos. Cable? <laughs> or Cable, yeah, Cable, cable. not Bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cable. I, I don't think I would look right as Bishop. I might get in trouble for a certain kind of uh, makeup. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can uh, always switch it. I mean, they switch people's that's true. Uh, that's ethnicities true. on these. Hey, I'm time. still pushing. I'm still pushing to be the Marvel version of Hercules. So yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. So <laughs> I haven't heard of any of that coming out yet, but no, but you know, maybe you can do Ares. He he teamed up with Deadpool and stuff, so you know, yeah. we could. Uh, but yeah, so did marketing for eight months in the motorcycle world and, you know, a few things transpired that just, it really wanted me to get back into the education space and guns, specifically gunsmithing, gun repair. And, uh, I reached out to modern gun school and I wanted to make some stuff happen. And, uh, they, you know, we negotiated back and forth for a now little tell while. tell who modern gun school is. So Modern Gun School is another online gun repair, gunsmithing college. Or I'd like to switch it to trade school. We're gonna, we're gonna. There's so much out there in the world right now in the dialogue on education about degrees. What's worth something? You know, I'm I'm telling my kids now. It's like if you're gonna go to college to play sports and get it paid for, awesome, whatever. But while you're there, choose a degree that's going to get you a job. Nursing, accounting, biology. Bi well, no, that's mine. I didn't get a job with that. <laughs> <laughs> but there are lots of jobs that are available with that. You know what you get to say on your first day on the job with a biology degree? Would you like fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my degree in aerospace, you know, aviation yeah, administration, and I didn't follow that career, but there are plenty of, you know, there, yeah, there's out degrees there. out there that will get you jobs, but then there's degrees out there that you get just because you think it's cool, and then you graduate and you, you're strapped with you know eighty thousand dollars in student loans. Like English, yeah, English, <laughs> <History>. literature, <laughs> poli sci, you know, all that stuff. Unless you want to be a teacher, then those are great. Right, and and if you don't see any of those you want, go to a trade school. I mean, you could go to some of these welding schools, learn underwater welding, and be making six figures yeah. right off the bat. You and, know? and I didn't need to go to college uh, to learn how to fly either. I could have done that. I mean, that basically is a trade school kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. You can do so, that on your own time, your own money, and you know, still get absolutely. licensed. And there's so many trades that will provide for your family and make a good living out there gunsmithing being one of them. I mean, we're at, what, 130, 140 million guns in this country, 
that's a lot of guns that are going to need repair from the people who don't know how to do it themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. right now, you know, you're about 45 minutes from me and within an hour radius of both of us, I may be able to count four gunsmiths I trust. Yeah. And, and I can't it, count that many. I got two yeah, maybe. If that, right. So it's it's a job that has security. And I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> I don't trust you, myself. Yeah, if you get good at it, it's a it's a job that has security. So I wanted to be able to do this. Um, and it could lead to bigger things too, especially uh, oh, it's a great ancillary training um, to an engineer. Yeah, you know? yeah. So if you want to get into designing and making firearms, you know, gunsmithing is is key. I mean, you need to know how one works and the, yeah, and the if, ins and if, outs of it. And there's lots of engineers that. Are, are they already have their career in engineering? They're working for some manufacturer somewhere, not necessarily a gun, but they love guns and they'd like to get into designing with their engineering background. And they can take the, these courses and learn a bit, a little bit more about the gun repair, functionality, ballistics, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. And they're able to, you know, parlay their engineering knowledge with this gunsmithing knowledge they get. So it's not necessarily just a. I'm coming out of school. I want into guns. I take this. There's people all age ranges that want to get into it. And there's even people with our, our school's very affordable. So it can be a course they can take just to do as a hobbyist thing and make a little extra money here and there. Yeah. Uh, repairing, you know, family guns, friends, guns, stuff like that. Absolutely. So uh, talk about what you're bringing to, um, to this company, to this new school. Yeah. So what I did is we negotiated back and forth for a little while. Um, and I, I wanted to have a little bit more say in the matter. Uh, so I negotiated in equity. So I'm a part owner in, in modern gun school. So yeah, cool. I, I had an opportunity to get some equity in it, did that. And my role is actually director and chief marketing officer of the school. So congratulations, big, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank this you. This is right so up it, your alley. Yeah. And it's just, it's mgs.edu or moderngunrepair.com either one but and this it, is accredited not, yes it is an accredited school okay. uh we're not title four so we can't so we're, we're gi bill and, and va approved so you can use that money for that if, if you're a vet or active duty uh we're not title four so you wouldn't be able to get basic housing allowance or anything like that but you can still get the school paid for mm-hmm. um, and it's also something where because I have equity, we can take the input of the students, we can take the input of the industry, and I can say, yes, we, we need to get this course added. We need to, this part in this course, people are saying this is ridiculous. I look at it, oh, wow, that is ridiculous. We can fix that. Yeah. Um, but, but the course already has a lot of good stuff going for it. Um, there, there's a lot of courses out there especially some of the the um, state-related schools where you're not going to get a whole lot of more modern stuff, more because it's state-related and they kind of don't want to touch it. Uh, but there's there's a lot of good, good courses out in the ether, whether it's brick-and-mortar or online or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, ours, being as affordable as it is, helps offset some of that stuff. We have payment plans if you're not going to be using a GI bill or your VA funds, stuff like that. Um, and you know, relatively inexpensive compared to what you would be paying somewhere else. Right. Now go through, um, just your basic course. What, what does that include? How long does it take to, to get licensed? Is it licensed or is it 
certified? There, there's no licensing or technically, I mean, you will get a certificate from us just like you would for anywhere else or you would get a degree anywhere else. Right. There is no certifying body for gunsmithing in America. Uh, so anybody that tells you they are a certified gunsmith, dig a little bit more. Are they just getting a certificate from us, another school, whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you'll get a certifi- certificate from Modern Gun School. You'll be a Modern Gun School certified gunsmith. But there's no certifying, certifying body. There's no licensing body outside of getting your FFL. You have to get your FFL to be able to take in guns, repair them, and get them back out. Okay. Um, as far as, you know... School-wise, I'll, I'll kind of go through a little bit of the outline. You got your introduction. You've got a you know all the glossary of their gunsmithing terms you'll learn in the first unit. Right. How to begin? Uh, we'll talk about your revolver. Now, what is gunology? <laughs> is that gunology. a real, is that a word? A real word? <laughs> it's like biology, yeah. but it's gunology. It's gunology. Study of guns. Yeah, it's like how you learn about guns. No, it's it's kind of a fun play on words, like you said, biology, gunology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's fun, and that's the thing. There's safety. There is, uh, you know, there, you're dealing with a weapon, so you have to be serious, but you can also have fun with it, just like this show is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but you know, you learn about revolvers, your first project, uh, laws. The pro- What's that? Laws. You learn about laws. Yeah, learn about the laws. Uh, different gun repairmen out there. We have gunsmiths out there that are will have input. Uh, that even if it's something that I don't know, or even our, our head gunsmith doesn't know, we can always we have we have the network to reach out and say, hey, this student's having an issue with this. Can you help us out? So there, you get a lot of assets and a lot of resources from us doing this. Uh, Project wise. Your first project is stock finishing. Uh, you get an old Milserp stock. Uh, no parts in it, just the stock itself. It's already finished, but it's not in great shape. So you have to finish it, take all the lacquer off, take all the, the whatever the finish is off of it, sand it down, make it nice. And you have to refinish the stock. Second project is filing. Uh, basically, you're learning how to do the metal removal um, using hand tools. Mm-hmm. A lot of guns to this, the really good ones out there, if you walk into the shop, you don't see just a metric shit ton of hand tools. Run away, because mm-hmm. they need to know how to use all these hand files, these little fine detail things, because those are the good ones out there. Uh, third one, you'll learn soldering. Uh, that way, you can have serviceable solder joints. Um, so it progressively gets more advanced as you're right. You know the, the completing units. Yeah, even on Project Four, a lot of gunsmiths you'll see tools on their bench that you've never seen anywhere. It's probably because they fabricated their own hand tools. So we have a project where you have to fabricate your own hand tools, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, and you, cool. Talk, you talk to a lot of these good gunsmiths, and there's there's things that they found work by tweaking a screwdriver, doing this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and they create their own hand tools. So we have a whole project for that. Uh, stone polishing, that's kind of self-explanatory. Uh, doing metal removal. Uh, bluing preparation. Um, so a, preparing the student to clear the surface, polish it, and then do a quality bluing job. Uh, then you learn about micro-measuring. Mm-hmm. That's another project we do uh, where they take their micrometer. And now, is this going through your basic project here, what you're going through right now? 
Uh, this is the projects in advanced and some of the basic. Okay. Yeah. So let's say I wanted to sign up for uh, the modern gun school. What's what's required? I mean, is there a, a... yeah? I mean, the the major thing is you have to be able to pass all Are those qualifications that I need. To... Yeah. Got it. Got to be eighteen. Um, you have to have at least a GED. Okay. Um, you have to be able to answer all the questions on the 4473. And for those of y'all listening, if you haven't filled out a 4473, I'm really confused why you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, all the questions are you fell in. Can you le- wrap it up into a, a whole sum without saying them all? Can you legally own a firearm in the United States? That's the big thing. So if, yeah. if you, all those answers are yes then that's the main requirement along with the GED and the age requirement. Now, with different states, I know the laws have changed in the last few years. So there may be certain states where you have to be 21. Yeah. Well, let me so, ask you this. Let's say let's say I can't own a firearm. Mm-hmm. Am I not allowed to work on a firearm? Let's say I go to work for somebody else. Correct. So if you cannot own a firearm, the biggest reason for that is felony, right? Yeah. If you are a felon, you're not even allowed to hold one. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Like, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. Okay. So technically, if you and I went to the range, right, and our buddy John Smith, God, I hope we don't have a buddy John Smith that hears this and goes, hey. <laughs> any any <laughs> leadheads called John Smith uh, email. Yeah, this is a Your name is John Smith. This is a fictional buddy named John Smith that Lefty and I have. Doesn't exist. But he happens to be a felon. And we go to the range and we hand him an AR, a pistol, or any kind of firearm. Technically, we're in violation. Really? See, I didn't realize that. I just thought they couldn't own one. I didn't know that they could not touch one, they, shoot one, you know, go to the range and you know, rent one or whatever. Yep. Hmm. Okay. That's it. So you can't you can't technically be a gunsmith then. Correct. And to be a gunsmith in your own shop, you definitely cannot because you have right. to be yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and I knew that. I just yeah. I was like, well, what if what if you work for somebody? So, but no, that answers my question. Okay. And I'm looking up to hold a gun, felon in possession of a firearm. Da, 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 da. What weapons can a felon own? Knives with blades, crossbows, bows, pellet guns. Oh, they can own a pellet guns. <laughs> but that's own. Can a felon be around firearms? Okay. Yeah. Generally speaking, felons are still allowed to associate with or be around someone who owns a gun. However, things can get tricky if the gun is around or if the person lives within their blah, 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 can be found guilty. We'll skip of all that. Never mind. Constructive possession is what okay. that would be. Constructive possession. Okay. Yeah. So basically, if he's holding it and shooting it, the felon. Okay. Here's the definition. Convicted felon knew that the firearm was was in his presence, and the felon had the ability to maintain control of the gun. Okay. So handing the gun gives him the ability to maintain control of that gun. Okay. So you so, leadheads who know know more about this, shoot me an email, talking about gmail.com. And, tell uh, me how wrong I am. <laughs> or right. You know, wrong, wrong, wrong or right. But um, but for your purposes, for your school's purposes, you can't be yeah. a felon. If yeah. If you cannot pass okay. that forty four seventy three, don't apply. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but um, so all that as, to get to that. <laughs> as, as far as stuff like you need to be uh, go through the school, everything that you need to go through our school 
except for pens and paper. Like we're not going to give you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we give you, you know, you get all the, the hands-on project tools and all the, the, the little pieces. Like we send out a little couple inch mock barrel, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all rusty and it's got burrs in it. So you got to learn how to deburr the barrel. You got to learn how to refinish the metal, get the rust off, uh, stuff like that. Um, you get a reloading DVD, so you learn about that and planning your own bench. Um, 10-piece file set, universal gun cleaning kit, trigger pull gauge, gun stock, the finishing kit, round metal, and the finishing kit comes with stains and all that stuff. Uh, the round metal stack I just mentioned about. Sure. Uh, you get a piece of common steel so you can learn your micrometer measurements and stuff like that. And we know the measurements when you get them. Uh, emery cloth, acid, car, acid core solder solder i say solder but you know in the south it's solder solder yeah solder steel rod to learn how to make your own hand tools uh and all this is available online right so yeah all this is available if you're interested you can go to moderngunrepair.com yep uh, or google modern gun school and it'll come up under that too the phone number is 800-493-4114 yep and uh, let them know you heard them uh, heard you about said moderngunschool.com? No, moderngunrepair.com. Yes, yeah, or mgs.edu. Either one of those will get you there. Okay. Yep. Uh, or call that number, 800-493-4114. Uh, let them know you heard about them uh, here on the Talking Lead podcast, and Zeke sent you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I think the the biggest thing is the affordability we got, too. It, it's one thing where that's another big discussion in the education world now, you know, I've still got student loans I'm paying off. When I graduated, it was like $65,000 in student loans, right? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's upward of six figures. Yeah, or more, it's ridiculous. Just on, yeah, just depending on where you're going to school. It's the biggest legalized um, yeah. robbery uh, next to insurance. Absolutely. Yeah. So you've got, with our school, the advanced course right now. There are things we're working on that because of our accreditation, I cannot say what they are. So there, there may be an increase soon, but right now for our basic and advanced, the advanced is twenty one ninety nine. If you pay cash, it's nineteen ninety nine. If you want to do a payment plan, you know, if you pay ninety nine down and you want to pay eighty nine a month, it's twenty two payments. If you pay ninety nine down and you want to pay uh, thirty payments, then it's sixty nine sure. a month. So it's so you're all very flexible really on working with somebody's yeah. budget. Yeah, absolutely. We we don't want it to be like okay, it's it's you know fifty thousand dollars, and you either get a student loan or you pay us five hundred bucks a month. It, yeah. none of that. We want it to be affordable because we want to create a platform and a resource for the gunsmithing world that's going to benefit not just the students but benefit the industry as a whole. You know. But on top of that, you got a no risk refund policy also. Absolutely. Yeah, you offer a student tu- tuition protection policy that covers cancellations and refunds, mm-hmm. and you can refund the policy. Yeah, and there's even a ten day, like you said, that no risk money back policy. Like you can try it for ten days. Once that ten day starts, once you're you get all your stuff, mm-hmm. um, and if you're just not happy and you think it's dumb, then send us everything back and you get a full refund. Yeah. Or so. life happens and you just decide that you don't have the time to do it at this right. time. Yeah. And that happens a lot too. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Nope. Well, very cool. Uh, so, moderngunrepair.com or MGS, what is it? MGS.edu. .edu or just Google Modern Gun School, 
And I'll put links to it in the show notes so you guys can link to it from there as well. Uh, if you go to our website, talkingled.com, yeah, we'll have links there as well. Now, where where are they based out of? Where's Modern Gun School based out of? Uh, they're based out of Delaware. Okay. Um, we have offices in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and now Nashville. <laughs> and now Nashville. You got brick and mortar here in Nashville? Uh, if you can see my, my house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would love to someday have a brick and mortar uh, version of this where people can come and take it and we could have guests instructors uh right that, how cool would that be that's that's down the road a ways um i know you had asked earlier or mentioned something about the time it takes yeah um so typically it'll take somebody around 12 months to finish it you kind of go at your own pace sure uh but one of the advantages with our course is that you can work at your own pace and we give up to two years to complete the school so it, it's one of those where if you get into it you're like oh crap i don't have time for this mm-hmm you we give up to two years to complete your studies, so okay. you can do it on the weekends or whatever. But once and you've you got to, you've well, got people available uh, if you have questions or troubles, absolutely, that, uh, absolutely. they can contact. Is it, I'm sure you've got some sort of like a chat session or something like that you guys set up? I don't. Yep. Know. Yeah, they can reach out to us at any time. The number you gave eight hundred four nine three four one one four, or just hit us up on uh, mgs.edu, and you'll be able to find everything there. Very cool. Yes, sir. Well, uh, congratulations again, buddy. Uh, I know this is going to be a, a big on-taking for you. I mean, starting yeah. up and yep. uh, bringing them up to the next level, I'm yep. sure. But we're here for you. So anything we can do for you, the Leadhead Brigade, just give us a thank shout. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and uh, soon to be hearing our name mentioned every time you hear a Talking Lead podcast. All right, Ro. All right, Ro. Mm. And yeah. speaking of, <laughs> we got to thank the sponsors of the show. I, I failed to yeah. do that in the beginning of the show. <laughs> Keltec, keltecweapons.com. They're going to be the official lead quarters at NRA. I'm sure you're going to be at NRA, right? Yep, I will be there. Very cool. You'll have to come by the Keltec booth and, and holler at us. We're going to be there. Always. Set up. So you guys go to keltecweapons.com, go to the social media Facebook page, and let them know how much that you appreciate them allowing us to set up in their booth. And uh, if you leadheads are going to be there, come by the booth. We always have some cool swag giveaways. You never know what we're going to have. Did you get one no. of the, the things from SHOT Show that we had? I got a very special thing from SHOT Show. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else got it. Yeah? What'd you get? What'd you get? You got it for me. It was a little special uh, buck knife when uh, somebody certain autographed it with the yeah, uh, yeah. engraver. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah. So for those lucky enough at SHOT Show, we gave away some limited edition talking lead uh, buck knives that Mission First Tactical engraved for us. Uh, and it's not just engraved. I mean, that's like that ink is in the the plastic there, so that's not going to scratch off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's one of their their one ten folders that they did for us. But we're not going to have those at Caltex booth. So unfortunately, you're not going to get the knives. But you know, you never know what we're going to have. We're definitely going to have shirts. I do believe have some cool shirts. And then, uh, of course, Modern Spartan Systems. Don't just clean your firearms. Optimize them with Modern Spartan Systems line of Cleaning products, you've got your copper destroyer, you've got your lubricants, the accuracy oil that's going to make your firearms. I mean, it's been proven. It actually increases the accuracy of your firearms. We, we need to tell them to kind of like rip off a certain car company. What's that? And sh- shorten their name to Mospar. Mospar, yeah. Yeah, Mospar. I like Mospar. Instead of Mopar, you know, Mospar. Mospar, absolutely. I yep. like that. I'm sure, I'm sure Marcus would go for that. Oh, yeah. Check them out at modernspartansystems.com. And, of course, that TVT engine oil additive. 
comes in handy on the old lead sled. I got over 300 and I'm hitting a 20,000, 320,000 miles on her right now. And that nice. TVT engine oil additive is keeping her running smooth, putting in all my uh, engine driven uti- utilities. Uti- what are they? Engine driven thingies? The, uh, thingies? Right around <laughs> on wheel. I mean, even generators. Devices. Yeah, I put, I put them <laughs> in my generators, my, my lawnmowers, everything. All your combustible engines. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Ba boom. <laughs> I knew that, that uh, Gunsmith and Brain would come in handy. <laughs> so my ammo is here. Nice. Good timing. Perfect timing. Um, stand by. Can you got you got two seconds here? Yeah. Let me go grab this. Standing. You keep talking. I'm... Oh, okay. So while Lefty's gone, everybody just go to mgs.edu. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. And, oh, yeah, follow us on social media. So go to Modern Gun School, all one word, on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, follow us there. We're really trying to get our social media uh, footprint growing. Uh, that helps get the word out because we're going to start partnering with the other podcasts. We'll be partnering with Lock, Talking Lead, uh, a bunch of other different people. So can I hear you? Yeah, you can hear me? Wow. Lefty just walked out of the room, and like I guess he's doing the show from a distance, which is kind of cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, follow us on social media, Modern Gun School, Instagram, Modern Gun School, on uh facebook and uh, just see all the cool things that we're going to be doing over the coming months and years uh from there but there's going to be some really really cool stuff going on <laughs> this is fun lefty doing a, a ammo shipment false alarm. false alarm it wasn't your ammo no it was my massage appointment <laughs> <laughs> well you don't have to edit that because i just plugged our social media like crazy so okay cool very yeah. good uh, and then I was on Fioki. Speaking of ammo, uh, Fioki uh, ammo. Yeah. Uh, got a pallet full coming this way that we're going to be testing and trying out on uh, various different firearms that we've got here in the, uh, the lead quarters. Nice. So check them out. And, and they're frangible ammo. They're new frangible ammo. You definitely want to check that out. If you're shooting at the steel targets, you're doing competition shooting, that frangible ammo, you'll greatly appreciate that. Sweet. Instagram so in case you guys didn't know, the uh, Talking Lead website has been down for the past four days. Uh, as soon as I, when I got back from my uh, my birthday trip, the website was down, my refrigerator went out, and my garage, uh, my auto garage door opener went out. So That's not good. Uh, I had all that waiting on me when I got back, so I probably missed some of your posts. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll go back and check them out. But uh, the website is up and running now. We've got it uh, running, so you can go. All the podcasts are still there, so you can go get the past episodes there if you're not listening on iTunes or one of your other favorite. It was it was the banana hammock picture that you posted from your cruise. Is that it what cra- it was? It crashed the, crashed the site. <laughs> it crashed it. <laughs> uh, Mission First Tactical. Uh, Doing great things with us. We got the Keltec giveaway with uh, the CP33 coming up. Mission First Tactical is doing a custom holster for that CP33. And uh, they're doing some engraving on the CP33 and the holster, some some custom engraving. So when we have pictures of that, we're going to post it. Uh, but we've got a Keltec flashlight that's going to be included in that. Buck Knives has included one of their fixed blade knives. Fioki is going to do some, uh, like, 1500 rounds of 22 ammo you're going to get a uh, certificate for that 
Uh, and then Smith and Bradley Watches is going to do one of their new Springfield watches. So we're going to be calling this the ultimate EDC giveaway with Mission First Tactical, Caltech, Buck Nice, Fiocchi, and Smith and Bradley. And that's going to be one of those uh, Gleam type, I think it's called, giveaways where you got to go and you got to like and share and, and do all that. You get more um, entries. So that's going to be cool. As soon as that kicks off, uh, be watching our social media. We'll make announcements there and, of course, here on the, the podcast. But we're looking at doing that. Um, about mid mid March here, so coming up, so stay tuned. It's going to be an awesome giveaway. Nice. And then make sure you guys go and support Sheepdog Impact Assistance S D I A SheepdogIA.org. They got the gala coming up, and several of our sponsors and friends of the show are donating for that auction. We're putting together a very cool package from Keltex. Going to have one of their RDB survival rifles. Sentry is donating a Canic. Uh, Mission First is doing some holsters and some other things. As Smith and Bradley Watches is going to put up a couple of their watches, uh, and we got several other companies that are committed. And it's going to be the Talking Lead and Friends. Uh, actually, it's going to be the Talking Lead and Flioa and Friends uh, oh. package that we're putting together. Flioa, Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, our good buddy Bill Hampstead, also known as Bildo T Baggins. <laughs> 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 he loves it when I call him that uh, so that's going to be uh, coming up as well uh, and then Royal Range if you're in Nashville you guys uh, want to make sure you go by Royal Range USA uh, Zeke's been there it is probably one of the yeah. premier ranges in at least this area of the, the country uh, probably the, the country it's a five star range and you can shoot everything from uh, you know, a 22 all the way up to a 50 BMG. They even have mini guns. They shoot mini guns at this range. It's ridiculous the things that you can do there. Roll range is badass. They are. They're good. Art and the the crew up there, great bunch of people. They're not gun snobs. Uh, they really uh, want to help you, educate you, and make sure you get the right firearm for your needs. Roll range USA. Check them out. And then our good buddy Danny at Dipstick Hydrographics, Zeke. Oh, he sent me a picture this morning. I didn't get a chance to look at it. Hang on. It's probably a dick pic. No one here. Oh, no, he sent me. It's Dr. Squatch Irish Cream and Whiskey Soap. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Very good. Nice. Okay. Now I finally get the... He, he asked if I started a whiskey soap company. <laughs> <laughs> he thought you were behind that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Twisted X, the official footwear of Talking Lead uh, during SHOT Show. Uh, got a pair of those uh, boat shoes of Twisted X to wear on my cruise, and uh, they they fit the bill perfect for the cruise. And uh, Pepper got some sandals. They've got boots and all kinds of different shoes. Check them out at Twisted X, most comfortable shoe that you will wrap your foot in, guaranteed, by me. Uh, I, don't nice. have any, I don't have anything to give you if you're not happy, but if you're not happy, you're stupid. You're just stupid. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, the AK Corner is going to be coming up soon, uh, the 15th, around the 15th or so, the next uh, AK Corner presented by Century Arms, Canic, Red Army, Standard, U.S. Palm, and Occam Defense Solutions. Since, since I have a friend involved, okay. and let, let, me, let, me, let me rewind about 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> okay. When I say friend involved, it's not one of the actors that makes millions of dollars. It's not, you know, there, there's lots of people on movies that, you know, make 20 bucks an hour so since i have a friend involved in bloodshot go see bloodshot marty gives it a thumbs up did you say that two thumbs up uh I, it was good i enjoyed okay. it 
right. Yeah. Cool. Well, and we're we're. Well, it's one of those guys. where okay, I I got to, you know, I got a screening of it, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to go see it again. So yes, nice. perfect. So there is a good, but go see it. Yeah, because I'm helping them push that out. And is it Rocco? Not officially. No, no, no. Rocco's not involved with that one. Um, okay. But it's somebody on the back end side. Oh, okay. So, yep. And the thing is, the funny thing is, I'm not a big Vin Diesel fan, but I've heard he's not your typical Vin Diesel in this. So maybe it's a little different. Uh, I, don't know. I mean, he's an action hero, so I mean, it's yeah. got a lot of action in it. So. Yeah. It's just so the whole the whole concept of what they came up with for how they, well, yeah, I mean, cool. made him way is. So. Yeah, it's cool. I'm not. I'm gonna give you anything away. No spoilers. Yeah. But. All right. Cool. Um, it's cool. That's how I like yeah. The effects, the, the effects are really cool. Modern gun school on all social media. There you all go. Yeah. Uh, and then make sure if you didn't go back to last week's episode 338, we had Paul Marcolon, Keith Garcia, Frank uh, DeSoma with uh, POF, Patriot Ordnance Factory. Great interview with Frank. Uh, really liked uh, his stance that he was taking on uh, some of the things in the industry. To make sure you guys go back and listen to that. U.S. Arms Company doing some great innovative uh, things with the AR-15, with the electronic trigger, the uh, cam system to really cinch and lock your upper and lower together, uh, and then of course ASP with their new Spectrum DF flashlight, and uh, don't be surprised if that doesn't work its way into one of our giveaways coming up soon too. Uh, I'm really enjoying this slide. I've had about two weeks to, to get some hands-on with it, and um, I like it. And we'll be talking about that a little bit more uh, in episodes coming up. So, Zeke, again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Congratulations so on your new time to have me. Yeah, congratulations on your new digs, brother. And uh, we're going to be going to Royal Range this um, this weekend. Okay. So if, if this gets out in time, uh, Todd Jarrett is going to be there. Sweet. At at Royal Range, uh, STI will be there. Um, so if any lead heads want to come out, come out. We're going to be there. We're going to have the lead quarter set up. Doing some interviews with him and STI. So that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. As always, leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closet. And your guns. Is it school at MGS.edu? <laughs>